Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh god, did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're drinking. I'm gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, all trivia uh, questions today will be uh, provided by the game Beer Nerd. Um, you can buy it probably at Amazon or your local uh, game store. Well, better so, get your local game store. Yeah, support the locals. Support yeah. the locals. My guest today, Stephen Moratis. Hey. What's up, buddy? A.K.A. Peaches. A.K.A. Peaches. You know it. You know him as... Peaches. Um... Yeah, it's been it's been a few months since uh, I'm kind of recycling, not recycling, but um, revisiting. Yeah, kind of thing. back and I think because I updated the audio equipment and made it a little bit more professional level, I guess. Yeah, because our recording, you're kind of like in another room. It sounded like. <laughs> yeah, it was like way the fuck back. So yeah, this one's a little better. Um, it's much better. I like I like the little setup here. Yeah, does it have a better feel? You think? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about like the microphone and how this feels like a lot more kind of 90s like i remember watching like howard stern or something like that and they had the you know like articulated arm oh, and i feel yeah. like nowadays you could just get by without having like a little like i don't know how a lot of the podcasts do it because they usually don't have videos of it so yeah there's i mean people sure. well people have been telling me too to do like the like some video with it like i could do a gopro right but i was right. thinking about doing starting soon i'm gonna get i'm gonna try to my friend was like you should probably do like a business page for Facebook mm -hmm. and then just do it for the business podcast and just do all the podcast updating from that. Mm. And then um, I can do like a live stream too and just put my phone. Right. So it could live stream it at the same time. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which would be good. Like we're going live and then you'll hear the podcast later if you didn't go live. Which will be fun when it's more than just the people that have been on the show so far. Yes. <laughs> to do it. Yeah. I mean, you have to build it from somewhere. You know? No, exactly. That's and the thing. You know, I mean, that's that's a start. Six degrees of separation and whatnot. Yeah, you know? it takes it takes a little while to get these things up and running. And like I said, I mean, I, just the audio in general was uh, kind of a a learning curve. Like mm -hmm. I just started doing the the soundboard because I, I it looks legit. No, yeah, it's 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 real good. That's the thing. It's it, it looks it, real. It good. looks pretty. You know, you're like, oh, now I feel like I'm I'm actually doing something rather yeah. than like. Ah, uh, we just sat around, drank beers, and talked, which we do. Right, right. But now you're like, it's a little bit more meaningful, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's like in it my kind of reminds me of those old school kids books, or like, you know, the, you know, the ones that we like would read and stuff like that. That are like, oh, you know, if you're stuck in the house, here's what you can do: put a blanket over here. Now it's a four. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like but the I've more adult, real version of that. I've created my own fort. And, like, this uh, used to yeah. be my room, but now it's a studio. Exactly. <laughs> Me and my friends, when we were like 10, too, we used to do stupid radio shows. Like, oh, yeah. Because we would get the tape. We had the, the boombox tape recorder, and you just hit play. Oh, everyone did that. Yeah, play and record at the same time, and then we just went right into our own little radio show. I love that, uh, like, when Family Guy kind of has Stewie doing that, where he's like, this is going to be a really big show. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Uh, all right, you want to say uh, you want to say what we're drinking? Oh uh, yeah, you apparently were, yeah. we're drinking the Kern River Brewery Company Dirty Hippie. It's an Imperial Red Ale. Um, 
I do like Rad Ales. So yeah, he, and Kern Rivers. knows me well. Yeah, and Kern Rivers putting out some good. really good stuff. So, um, this one is 8.5. Oh, dang. Strongy. So, just, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Kern River is... Is that where, like, Kern the, County is? They got a little map on here. <clears throat> it's next to Lake... I can't read. I can't see that far. Lake... Barella? Morella? Corella? Huh. It's so hard to see. Can you see that far yeah, close? I'm my I'm eyes are excited, fucked so up. It'll be good. Yeah. Oh well, they just it doesn't look. You can't. It's hard to see. Read it even. It says something Arella. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isabella. Isabella. Lake Isabella. Lake Isabella. Okay. Sequoia National Forest is north of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. I think it's. Probably East Bay, North, Northeast Bay, maybe. Oh, maybe I'm guessing. I could be. Totally I know there's Kern County, which is in this, like SoCal, like on the way to SoCal. Oh, then I'm totally off then. <laughs> if that's where it is. And if that's where it is, like there, don't get in a car accident around there because that's where I got my car accident. It's Kern, Kern, like Valley or something like oh, that. Oh, was down there? Yeah, I was down there. I was on the way back from LA. Oh, I thought it was and up like, here. Uh, like when I got back up here, and the doctors were like. You know, my regular doctor was looking at me. They're like, oh, man, they messed you up. I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah. The doctors totally, looked me up? Yeah, they, they, the way they did the reconstruction or whatever like that was, like, shoddy or something like that. So I don't know the exact hospital I was at down there, you know, that, that received me after I had my broken jaw in two places, six broken ribs, broken clavicle, and uh, what? Punctured lung. But Dude, that's a fucking they didn't do, brutal ass, <laughs> they brutal didn't do ass a good accident. Job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. How long were you up? Were you put up? Uh, I was there for a week before I could go home. A week just before, and... Like, in the wheel- hospital bed. Yeah, yeah. We- yeah. Wheelchair? Wheelchaired it out, or...? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely wheelchaired it out. But I wasn't in a wheelchair until I was leaving. Otherwise, I was just in that bed for a long time. Yeah. Just, like, you know, drugged out of my mind. Yeah. So much pain, so much pain. Oh yeah, the worst is like to to drain your lung when it like collapses. They have to like cut through you, and like you can you have to be like, you know, they, they don't really put you to sleep. So it's like so you like feel every you feel oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. cutting through. Like, the stop rib. doing that! Stop doing that! Yeah, that's not good. Uh, uh, but you know, it was. I mean, they say when you're on all those yeah. drugs, though, too. It's like time doesn't work so good as a, as much as you remember it working right and so like it went by pretty fast you know right you're like oh man i was in and out of there yeah my ribs yeah everything taken care of in like fucking 10 minutes when really it was like probably like three days that's a great thing about being old when that stuff gets like smaller and smaller yeah percentage like you start realizing like when i was younger i'd be like oh it takes six months to do this what the hell that's like so much of my life and now i'm like oh man six months just went by it's yeah like it goes like really fast all right, let's All right, try well, this. But yes, let's try the Cheers, beer. man. Well, Cheers. glad the, that yeah. you're you're surviving and you did all that good stuff. Now, yeah, get get out of it. Hmm. It's a little hoppy. Yeah, it is. It's very close. It's like right below the threshold of IPA. Like yeah, really, just below. really, really close. But it's a little uh, a little hazy. A little bit of a bite. Yeah. Nice color. Yeah, nice color. Kind of that Sierra Nevada kind of bite as bite well. Sniff it's good. 
Mm-hmm. It's definitely, I, I believe they're calling it Dirty Hippie because it's kind of Because of the hazy, murky, yeah. yeah. Murky. Yeah, hippie. Mm-hmm. Dirty ass hippie. Drag that. Yeah, this is the color of the water after hippies like go for their first shower after things. Yeah. You know? after that was with fast. mine when I went to uh, Bonnaroo. And I got my first shower after five days. Mm, the water, yeah. the water looked a little darker than this. It was pretty bad. It's pretty nice. Um. So, uh, what do you what have you been up to, man? You been uh, doing anything lately, uh, riding wise, activity wise? Uh, no. You know, it's just uh, been uh, just work right now. With the we have our anniversary sale, so like the biggest sale of. You know, REI's year since we don't do Black Friday, so it's like, oh, this is the set. That's right, Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is the end of the sale. So it's been pretty, pretty busy. Yeah, uh, We're getting ready for everybody for summer for the jump start. Yeah, and so forth. So like, um, our store wasn't really one of the. It's one of the older stores, but it's not hasn't been like one of the best stores. It's huge though. It's a big it's store. Big. But uh, like a lot of our metrics and like the data coming back on us, there's like way up we're like in the top 10 of stores in the whole company for certain things number one in a couple different things which is just nutty because we have so many people that have been here for like 15 20 some years i mean i've been there for 10 years damn so i'm not sure about gold watch it yeah i know not yet i (laughs) think i have to wait till like 15 years and i get (laughs) Ah, sabbatical but god damn it which may or may not happen i don't (laughs) i'm I'm not sure um they're doing better you know for they're they got for a while, we had dropped down out of, like, Forbes' top 10 companies to work where we were, like, 14 or something like that. But now we're back to, like, third or something, which... Oh, really? That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's it's an, going towards a goodness. Yeah, that's on that's on top of the charts. I mean, if you're working for a store that's in the top 10 at all, I mean, that's pretty rad. Yeah. I mean, Google is number two, so we're right underneath, like, Google. Right. I can't remember who was number one, but, like... City of Austin was one of like the ones like a top five one. Really? Yeah. They must have a good. Cool. Well, they probably have a kick-ass scene. I mean, yeah. Austin in general is a good scene, but as far as outdoor recreational stuff, they probably a killer-ass scene too. Like desert, you know, uh, rock climate as well. Probably that kind of vibe. Yeah. So they can get the same kind of all those kind of people and. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I think there was another city there too, but uh, I I'd, I'd want to know like. What about our system is getting us to that point? I'm like, I mean, we have good health care and whatnot, so that's yeah. Nice. I mean, <clears throat> I guess, do you feel they like investing us a lot? I feel like. like it does it. It doesn't so much maybe feel like a corporation. It still feels like no. I mean, it's definitely come into a corporation, but I think it's what it's kind of taking some of the notes that like some of the smaller kind of like dot commy things kind of did with certain kind of relaxations and so still areas, a company but yeah but a little bit more relaxed yeah i mean they they start out really relaxed because they're really co-op-y you know it's really yeah. about that kind of like not so many people knew about it. like i didn't grow up knowing about it like i was kind of aware of it but like this was like some kind of other thing it's for like people doing like crazy expeditions like people that were you know what used to be really fringe really you know, extreme climbing they get really popular on a huge scale until like the late 90s and the early 2000s when it really started popping off and then yeah like, all, i mean everyone just all of a sudden had money and technology was so much easier to get and use that every sport 
that was on the fringe now have some money to put into it to make it like really good stuff like that's what happened with like climbing always had good equipment but once we were able to start putting like money into development and like it's profitable to make that stuff that's yeah. where I think the recreation starts really blowing up yeah it does and, and they're like you said since some of the people that, that were creating this stuff was they were going for the more extreme type and like weather conditions like you know designing all these like one man two man tents right that can you know withstand like wind up to like you know 70 miles an hour because you're on top of a rock mm-hmm. that's just like you know yeah just, yeah just badass i mean that's we think so much about how computers change you know oh now i have like a computer in my hand but like the the technology and like the material science that's going on that allows one thing allows for another thing to kind of come up and so like i feel like the sports especially like mountain biking like the the amount of money they put into like the bikes the suspension systems or road bikes right right exactly it's just insane it didn't happen before and it can only happen now because technology is just so cheap yeah to to have didn't you just uh recently do some do some uh biking Mm -hmm. at at one of the uh yeah they sent it out sent us out for like uh they had like eight or so vendors or maybe like 12 vendors, like people that make bikes, people that make bike helmets and stuff like that. They, uh, we all had a camp out in China camp. So it, like, it was like kind of going to class. Like one day we'd have like six vendors we'd see and they'd all give us like a 30 minute kind of class on the, what they're doing and like their history and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, we got to demo a bunch of that stuff. Oh, that's awesome. And like, you know, some, you know, some places like Camelback let us, like, try out one of their backpacks with a, with a, one of the reservoirs in it, because they don't like you calling it bladder. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> okay, you know? I guess that you want But, uh, yeah, it was really good. I mean, uh, I haven't been biking for a little bit, so uh, it was nice to get back into it. I mean, because the it's rainy weather seasonal, was right? so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean... It didn't used to be that bad, you well, know, just like for just a drive droughts, for a right? A so you bit. could ride like all year round without really worrying about like taking too much out of the trail, right? Or like just being in mud. Yeah. So yeah. So this season was a little bit more wet. Uh, got the ground all all soft. Yeah, I think uh, a lot more. A lot of trails got the deformed. You know, like yeah, got, got affected. There's some crazy ass trails out there. Like even watching those videos, remember you showed me some of those videos where these people mm-hmm. are just fucking whipping around the forest. Uh, is there actually any like? Do you go to any of those like spots like that have some like similar trails to like uh, to yeah. those videos? Like yeah, there's a couple of spots around here. I mean, especially like the, you know how the Santa Cruz Mountains kind of go up all the way up to like San Francisco. There's a lot of little pockets there with like Pacifica and. Anyone just Carmont has stuff that's out, like put out there. But then you know we have the you know birthplace of mountain biking basically in like the North Bay. So yeah, yeah, you know, like China Camp and a uh, bunch of like flow trails up there and down there. And flow trails are kind of like those really, really like particularly made trails. So you don't like really have to pedal or anything. It's just kind of going down. And right. Really, uh, just made for enjoyments like you know, uh, a roller coaster on your own bike. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. But I haven't done that for a while. Um, when I was in San Francisco, when I lived up in San Francisco, I had such a, like a more, I had more urgent need to go out doors. Like, and then now that I'm like in Palo Alto or East Palo Alto, it's like, 
I don't feel like I need to get as far away from my house anymore. All right. So you, when you were living in the city, yeah, you kind of wanted to get away from the city. Yeah, exactly. Now that we're, you know, kind of back into more resi- uh, residential, not so city-like, it's like, eh, I mean, I'm kind of away from things right yeah. still. I feel a bit more comfortable. Not, I mean, of course, commuting, it feels like you're living in the city again. Right, and, and with the parking and all but, that. You guys got good parking, though. You're not, not too, it's not too bad over yeah, there. Yeah, I, I did not know. So we had a party last night for Brian who's been on this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I that was the biggest thing for me. I was just like, how did these people get parking spaces here? I mean, there's like 20 or something people there. Right. So it's just kind of a contentious spot. Even over there, it's like, it's better. But like having yeah. more than one person coming to visit you, it's like, really? Yeah. Where did you find these spots? Seriously, if I, had, if I had a party, I'd, you're going to be walking a quarter mile just to get here. Yeah, you have to hire a shuttle. And we, and we can't be that loud, you know, Yeah, in an apartment. Although That's people true. have tons of parties here all the time, and they're fucking, we've we've had some parties here that were pretty loud. Yeah. To like three, three a.m. People come knock on the door. Yeah. Uh, can uh, you come? Can you keep it's it down? About time so, now. Yeah. We're like, oh shit, it is that time. Yeah. Damn. Really lose track of time with those parties. Um, did you? So did you do uh, any recent snowboarding? You did some of that too, right? In time, uh, or did you just go up for just to hang out and and uh, do some shit? I've gone up a couple times. Um... Not as much as I used to, not as much as I, I'd like to, but again, this one had the same kind of trouble just like getting up there. Like I don't have a car that does that and I don't want to buy chains and I'm just kind of not in the driving in the snow. Right, yeah. No, the snow sucks to drive in. And it's not even like my own handling, it's everyone else. Like I just don't, I hate everyone else driving. Yeah, I can't trust a lot of people driving in the snow or the rain or whatever. Yeah. I don't know their condition of their cars. Bad tires, bad brakes. Yeah. People just take shit care of their car sometimes. And, and just don't even think about it. Yeah. Just take it, oh, that's a car. It's always going to be there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I kind of do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Being a mechanic for a long time, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I tend to notice these things randomly. Like, if I just walk by a car and I'm like, see that fucking tire? Yeah. I see the threads so and I'm just like, oh, I know there's no rain here that much and there's no, that, there's no snow at all, but fucking fix your tire. This thing yeah. will blow out somewhere and fucking hit somebody. Or just you know, wreck or, you. Or wreck you, and then you're going to wreck somebody else as well. Just something to be aware of for certain people. Yeah. Take care of your car a little bit. doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Just a little. I mean, get that recognized. With, like bikes, people don't need to know that they need to change their chain every once in a while. You know, mm-hmm. if you've been using it for a long time, they're just like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And now you have to replace everything because... Well, and that happens in cars in all, every little spot, basically. Yeah. And, and being a bike mechanic, too, don't you see a lot of, like, blown, like, well, especially with, like, mountain bikes, right? Because mm-hmm. they have, like, more kind of shock absorbs, mm-hmm. uh, shock absorbers, right? And so they, they probably blow out a little longer, right? Or they, they last forever. I'm not no, sure they last how the bike re- I mean, works. they last surprisingly well because, like, those, um, those systems usually can kind of take a lot more than most people can give it unless they're crashing you know unless you're damaging it outside but like if you're actually really just landing on it like regular it's usually it's not not a big deal not a big deal i mean most of the compression systems that started out you know big coils just so like everything else but now it's like air springs so basically you have like a big canister really well sealed and then you have some air in there and there's only so much you can compress compress it yeah you know, it's like trying to like 
garbage compactor or something like that. It's yeah. going to end up stopping at some point and then pushing back. Right. So uh, those are ones that can actually take a lot of pressure because it's not that much air. You can make a pretty nice, tight little structure in there. Yeah. But that's yeah, it's funny that we don't think about, like, there isn't really... There's not an area where there's nothing for us to interact with. Like, there's air in between my two hands right now. There's, like... Yeah. And they there's certain, like, properties they have. It's well, yeah, that's funny uh, that I don't always have, realize that, yeah. you know? I They can only go so far before they're pushed back. Your hands can go yeah. they stop, you know? And then there's also, like, there's not really any kind of naturally occurring vacuums around here. We can't really interact with nothing. Yeah, it's true. It's funny, though, that you can use what we're just throwing our hands in, we can use that as a spring. We can try to condense it, and it'll, the power you put into yeah. condensing will push it back. Push it back. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anywho. So uh, I did want to talk about one thing, like because uh, I was re- listening to all the other few, uh, a few deeps, just to kind of be like, oh. remember what was going on, and the cool. kind of conversations that were going on. And uh, so I wanted to get like a little bit in here where I'm like, really talking about beer, you know? Like... I drink beer. I'm a beer drinker. I'm a beer drinker. But, or, or like, kind of like the the experience of out and, and drinking. Yeah, so yeah. So I wanted to talk about uh, when I went up to Vancouver for my brother's wedding. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember if that was before or after when we did our first. Uh, I think it might have been around this, but right before. I think maybe you were saying that you were leaving. Yeah. If, I, if my uh, memory serves me right, I could be wrong. Because I didn't mention it. I, th- I think that if I had done that, I would have mentioned that time up there. Because it was very interesting yeah, I think uh, it was in before. Vancouver. Because they, uh, they have a big growler culture. So, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of uh, breweries there that, like, are very, very local. Like, neighborhood kind of stuff. They yeah. give it the beer to, like, for, like, a couple restaurants to sell. Otherwise, like, you're going in there, you're getting this, and you're not going to find it... Outside, outside of Vancouver. Vancouver. So yeah. they're very, very local, keeping it local. Very local, very, like, I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of like how, like, field work and some of those other places, like, they, there's a lot of turnover, like, they're just constantly making different stuff. Yeah. They probably have their, like, staples, but... but also was, I mean, like, there's, like, five different bars in, like, a six-block re- like block radius, and you just kind of just go to each one and, like... And it was, was it like uh, like brew pubs? Like they were brewing in the facility as well? Yeah, yeah. I cool. mean, it's it's kind of like, well, where do we go up to for Jackie's birthday? Um, um, uh, oh, the Cellar Maker. Cellar Maker, yeah. It's kind of like that. They oh, all cool. look like that. Maybe yeah. a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit smaller. Um, and then they all have like, so they, there's like a vendor that like brings food for like all the same spots. So you get in like, every place you can get the kind of like, it's like fried cheese with a little bread in there, so it's like a okay, little like about four by five kind of just hunk of cheese that's melted down on something, and you put like bacon in it or like a little like pretzel stick or something in there. Oh, cool! And so like every place would be selling them because the the vendors just go to each of those places. Oh, and you like, like mixes rounds and whatever. Okay. Yeah, so there's a couple like things like that where you could get like. Each place had a little bit of food that you can just satiate yourself with. There weren't like full restaurants or anything like that, but it was pretty interesting. And like I like, I think that goes back down to like, kind of Jackie talking about like buying local and staying in that kind of local scene. Yeah. And uh, and, and it, just like not having to 
almost giving reason for people to travel. It's like, do you need to have be able to get like a beer from New York at any point, any time? You know, like for the yeah. beer aficionados, sure. Yeah, I mean, you can have one store that they all go to or something like that. that but I, but fine. I think, but I think you're right. You know, I think people need. I mean that enhances people's travel and that travel is a big important of life I think travel is is almost not everything but it's it's a necessity Mm -hmm. you need to to discover other places you need to to know that there's other people and things out there yeah and expand empathy by by having experience with someone else yeah and it doesn't have to be oh oh, that like this beer is a myth you know it's like you can only get it in Vancouver it's like well yeah so take a trip to Vancouver because fucking Vancouver's cool so like go up there and I, yeah, I think a lot of people need that, you know, and I, the, the biggest, that's the problem with big distribution people, it's just like, and then you get watered down beer, yeah. and people don't care about it so much anymore, where those brewers, they take care of each other, you know, like, oh, take this one, oh, did you have the Vancouver Imperial Coffee Stout? It's mm-hmm. amazing. Did you have this guy's IPA? Dude, let's swap it, we'll do a collaboration, you know, like, that's... They're supporting each other, bringing in the tourists to their city, mm-hmm. and it makes sense to bring people to you rather than you just give your shit away to the people. Right. Right. And I like, I mean, I like the kind of what uh, Palta Brewing Company and like uh, Alpha Acid, where they're both like people that own bars and this kind of incorporated their beers into it and then made other places. You know, there's now like like brew spots to go to like you can yeah. go to their their brewery right like uh for alpha acid can alpha you? acid you can yeah like a tap room right yeah yeah and now you can for for palo alto not necessarily a brew house but it's a tap room because they have to brew off the mm. facility but yeah mm-hmm. so kind of the same same concept but right uh, i like that kind of yeah no it's style i think that's that's super cool and i mean that's kind of uh where people are, are headed you know and you only get big you start small you know obviously and then grow to those kinds of things so mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good thing to have it's a good market it brings tourists like i said to your city and and people want that stuff the local they want the local experience i have people coming in all the time asking for for local stuff but right i think i think we need to up our game in we do have a lot of local things but i think sometimes we need to up our game in carrying the real solid local stuff too like we we don't have any alpha acid mm-hmm. and i think we should and there's probably a couple other breweries that i'm missing at the just, just naming one right you know that they should have come in support you know i think everybody should be supporting each other and rather than it being a competition because really there's a market for everybody and everybody's constantly looking for just good beer all the time but also, that's like kind of like this whole sports-like idea, too. It's like, some of the reason I buy this is because, like, this is my area's yeah. beer or something like that. So, I mean, that's I'll get at, like, You're Honey really- Poppy Ending and stuff like that other places besides yeah. Rose and Crown. Yeah. And, like, Atlas, if they have it, I'll yeah. buy it there. Yeah, because- supporting the local team. Yeah. Yeah. Just like sports. Yeah, just like sports. It makes sense. Um... Yeah, I, I think everybody, I think the locals have have really good beer, and I don't think people need to be greedy about distribution. I mean, I know everybody wants to be famous, naked and famous, you know, popular and all that shit. Yeah, it's just total bullshit. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just, 
do it make good beer for the locals and you have a bay area and the bay area has how many goddamn people in it yeah you know like multi-millions i'm sure maybe not multi maybe like well, at least multi, because, like, San Francisco is basically Plus a million. San Jose is basically uh, is a million. Is a million. And, like, Oakland and and Berkeley have to have a at fair least amount a of people. A few million, yeah. So that's got to be pretty pretty multiple. And you get yeah. that nice little chunk of some people, you know, good brewers and breweries, like, supporting each other. Yeah. You know? It should be uh, enough. I mean, it, it depends about, like, the... Uh, how big you want your operation to kind of be and yeah i don't know i just don't get it i i mean i understand the the kind of perverse nature that we're in where like nowadays survival isn't about mortal danger really like survival is about like getting trade goods yeah you know is, i mean like, it's it's on next level so right we're very we're, removed yes so you end up like worrying and having emotional problems rather than actual kind of like like we can't get food and water yeah like, like this kind of tiger problems. is biting me shit you yeah know? like we're, we're super comfortable as a society and survival has taken on a new meaning of it's not survival now it's how how comfortable you are now yeah right now we've upped the level of comfortability and <clears throat> how we can show off our shit and being like look at how comfortable i am look how big of a house i have like look at that it's like you know you know it's kind of a weird what do i get yeah like? it's kind of a weird competition between people and not not everyone but i mean it it shows out there if people just like the the different way of that they are surviving. They just like they're driving around in fucking fancy cars and shit, and just you know. Then then they start getting flashy. It's survival's taking on a new meaning of like, okay, I get it. You got money, like. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like the now it's how they socially survive to be relevant to other people, to get friends, to network, or whatever like that. They need yeah. to like have this air of you know being this well off having this much more surviving than someone else has i guess yeah it's strange but i guess but i think that's going to go in a way with uh, i don't know how how if it's ever going to be majority or very dominant but just like the people and of course it could be just the people i surround myself with like or chamber kind of stuff like mm -hmm. and i work at rei but like it does seem like in some, and like, you know, there's probably, there's been some kind of articles about this, that there's more of a purpose-driven youth going on, you know, like that. It's not just enough to have a good job. You have to have like a purposeful, good job or, but I mean, to me, for me, it's just really been that whole trying to understand those original kind of old school tenants that we brought up children on, like, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. Then right. why are we trying to make everyone fucking Rich. managers and everything like that? Like, yeah. You told the kid this. Did you mean it or did you not mean that? Right. And they're like promoting people that aren't qualified yet. Yeah. And I, I think I was, I was reading an article too just and they were like and it's true and they were saying that you know a lot of millennials or kids whatever you want to say they are are ditching out on like jobs and ditching out on like 
startups and, and things because they immediately didn't get what they want. Mm. It was like they, they're very impatient and they waited like 10 seconds. They're like, oh, I'm not getting a raise? Fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I've been in the, to the scene for a long time and I didn't get the respect I deserve or I didn't get the money that I deserved either. I didn't get to be manager. Like, I didn't get to, get to do this. Like, they didn't promote me to foreman or anything like mm-hmm. that. You know, I didn't deserve shit that I didn't work for. It's like kids graduating college, taking on a job or, mm-hmm. or a project in with a job, and they're like expecting to be running everything immediately. And then when they don't get that, they're bailed mm-hmm. and go for something else. Mm-hmm. It was some kind of article that was just like, I forget what it was. It was like just a lot of millennials not really understanding the field that, you know, and the process of work in general. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. But, I mean, I think sometimes it's also because they don't start working until later. It's like because they don't have a need to or, or or something like that. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much that narrative is true. I, I know people talk about it all the time and speak about it. But I don't know if it's really something to this generation or they just got old enough to be that generation that's looking back. You know, like... So their the, parents probably said the same shit to them when they're like working at record stores, you know, like. Right. And now we consider like maybe working at a record store was a legitimate job back then or something like that. But like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think any to me, any job really is legit. Like you have a job and you're working. I don't care if you do work at a record store, or you're a janitor or whatever the hell you are. If you're working, you're working. There's a job to be done, and. In my in my in my mind and how I think, it's like if you want to be better, then educate yourself more and mm. then get that job. It doesn't have to be given to you. You know what I mean? It's like I had to work hard for that job, and then I studied for that job. This guy didn't, and he doesn't know the knowledge that I know. Mm. But he already got it promoted for some reason. Like now he's telling me what to do and asking me questions that he doesn't know the answers to. Why is he my manager? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, because yeah. he's a little older. No, fuck that. I don't mm. care if he's older. Or no, he's a little younger. He's a little spunkier. No, I don't fuck care. Mm. He doesn't have the packaged part of it. You know what I mean? Right. You're not sure if he does. He can't. It's hard because I really don't think that like the review should be solely like the manager or someone over it. Like Reviews should always be partly peer, you know, because you need to find out what what a boss is seeing and what you know one of the other workers are seeing because yeah you can put on a good face when there's a manager around and like as long as you're not too out of bounds it's not that hard for someone to look pretty good to the management but right yeah the other employees you could fake it till you make it forever right yeah kind of a thing yeah i mean like the employees definitely see a different thing from their co-workers than the boss sees from them and you know vice versa you know it's like sometimes the, the boss is a lot more harsh than they should be yeah or and, and like someone's getting put down because of like you just can't see what they're doing as well as that like, you can see what this other person's doing because this other person's always talking about it or always like making a fit about it or something like that like yeah there's always different kinds of people that are workers too you know ones that talk about doing shit and the ones that do shit yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem with, um, with like the 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 younger generation or like that is that uh, 
just this new way of kind of expressing your emotions and stuff like that, putting it out everywhere, like having it on your Facebook, you know, like status, right? Or yeah, in your Twitter or something like that. There's people are just getting. It's good to be open. It's good to be talking about and honest about what you're feeling and what's going on. But how many times do you have to say that, and to how many people do you have to say that to? There should be kind of a limit, like. If you put out so, if you talk to everyone about your shit, and you're trying, you get like everyone's opinion. You have like twenty friends, and you talk to each one of them, and you get twenty fucking different opinions. Does that help you, or like does that hurt you? And I think it usually ends up hurting if you do all the way through. I'm like, I usually like to try to like have like a dumbed down version of like kind of basically the root moral question. Right. And then I'll also have people that I know better where I can get fully into it. Not something I've always done, and I don't consistently do it all the time, but it's definitely now that I'm in more conscious of doing that and not just throwing my net of problems out there and getting like 15 different things. Usually I just find the things that like, you know, support my idea and then kind of like just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to go continue doing this because this many things said like, people said like oh that's that seems like a good thing to do when like another person that knows me better might be like no that's bullshit and you know that because you did this this and this right like objectively like, you know if you really just had this word like problem written down on a piece of paper yeah like you could do this way or that way or this way but like this is you on that paper this isn't just like that problem objectively like i know how you work you're not going to do that kind of thing yeah yeah, I think, but we do that so much. Like the young people are always casting themselves out, and I mean, kind of like where we do. I mean, like um, just people having their own, like just their face and talking about their day or something like that. Like, that, I can see that being cathartic in certain ways, but well, I think that sometimes you just put yourself way out there and. And people react to that saying like, oh, now he's just complaining about everything. Like, there's nothing that could be good for him. Well, I think that social media for the most part, and I'll just say not all social media, I'll say mainly Facebook, uh, is a place, and maybe not just the younger generation, but a lot of people, is to just dump their garbage there. And a lot of people just want to dump their garbage on Facebook and they fish for likes or people to just agree with you, right? Mm -hmm. You're just looking for a bunch of people to be like, yes. Yes, yes, tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm right. You know what I right. mean? When actually, we don't want to be told we're right. We want somebody to challenge you. You want somebody to be like... Well, that we should want that. That we should <laughs> want that. We That's should why want our views to be questioned and changed because we just kind of flopped on these views. And I'm, a, and I'm a terrible person in reading things and taking it the wrong way because I always do. So right. I can't... I'm, I'm one who can't read stuff and being like... And really... Uh, give like a, a no, like a, it'll take me a minute to like fully understand what's happening i'm like oh this is a joke i can't read i can't read jokes mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i take things too seriously sometimes even though that i'm not even that serious half the time mm -hmm. it's like weird i have like a good sense of humor but when i read something i'm like i don't didn't wasn't funny to me and I, I don't read funny mm -hmm. reading funny it doesn't make me laugh i see something or hear something then that makes me laugh oh yeah Reading doesn't do it as much. Reading doesn't do it for me. <laughs> and people are like, it's satire, don't you get it? I'm like, I do, but I don't, because I don't care. It doesn't, it didn't make me laugh like that. It's much a, uh, it's a harder voice to convey, uh, you know, humor in the written. 
Yeah, it's fully written form. It's the, it removes a lot of regular cues we get for comedy or for sarcasm or any of those kind of things. Yeah, because I mean, so many people post ridiculous fake bullshit or shit that I'm like not understanding. I'm like, oh, it's fake. Yeah. Obviously, there's some that are just so blatant that it is fake and it is funny. But even those, I'm like, I don't care. Mm. It's like, but other, I feel like Facebook has been a, a thing for, and like I said, even now my generation and even some of the older people that now we have the social media to say, I'm going to dump all my garbage on, on, on the line. You know why? Because I don't have anybody else to talk to. It's almost like a form of therapy in a way, but not necessarily therapeutic. It's like... Yes. Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes back to like our talks about like... Uh, so when we... Before you had started this, you and I had like lunch and talked about different topics to bring up. And yeah, yeah. This kind of reminds me of the topic of uh, how useful is bar talk? You know, like yeah, where, where you're totally. sitting down, like it's it, it seems it's definitely some kind of cathartic thing, but uh, you know at the time it seems like there's these epiphanies after epiphany being kind of brought up or or something like that. Yeah, uh, but I mean. I don't know how long that feeling persists after the, the night. <laughs> you know, like, I basically like what you take for, from it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's There's the thing. There's sometimes some lessons that you can really grind yeah. out of it, but it all depends on the person really you're hard. talking to too, and how well, um, I guess you guys vibed and mm -hmm. everything that kind of matched up, and it's kind of a sense of like if we had two more people on the podcast, right? It's two more opinions. It's two more voices. It's two more times of taking over your turn rather than me and you having a one-on-one -on -one engagement of you kind of pay attention to what I say I kind of pay attention to what you say you know it's a back and forth um and there's only two opinions in the room mm -hmm. and two voices and because I'm, I'm really working on not cutting people off you know e even when I'm out in, in regular life like I'm just right. like, you know I want to hear people t I want to hear their their thoughts and what they're saying and then try to absorb them so sometimes i take things in and i'm like oh, okay let me process it first mm -hmm. and then i'll spit out what i thought about you know whether it be good or, or, or not you know i obviously try to come at it as a, at a, at a good way and maybe give people um i don't like giving advice i'm not an advice giver so i don't not necessarily give advice but my opinion on maybe a subject matter or whatever they're, they're like Right, like if this was my life, yeah. I would if be this was this. me, I don't. I, I don't. wouldn't take this, or I would, blah blah blah. Yeah, and and when you seek advice, it's weird because you're like, you're getting advice from somebody that you admire or that might, like I said, I get, I get, I get, I try to get advice from people I admire and have. Uh, I don't. Want to say, I don't want to say better things than me mm -hmm. that maybe are on another level, like a little higher than me. So I'm like how did he get there? Like, I want to know in between. It's like, you guys got a house and you got this and that. It's like, where's the steps in that? Like, how can I apply that to my life, but continue my life? So right. getting advice from different people, you know, well, that's what bar talks is kind of funny. Is that like, it's harder to crack another beer. Too. Yeah. 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 Keep, it's keep harder going. to get the, uh, um, it's harder to be able to have that gauge, you know, like, from people you know and talk to frequently, you're like, okay, I know this person has, you know, X, Y, and Z that I don't have. Like, 
let's see what his idea on this is. But then with someone that you just meet at a bar, there's no vetting. You know, you don't get to yeah, understand you don't, that. Like, yeah. And at some point, too, for me, it's like, even if this person looks kind of like they're like, oh, they're like much more together than I am. I'm like, wait a second, they're at the fucking same bar I'm at right now. Yes. So, like, how much better are they, really? Yeah. So when you meet I mean, a stranger, like a it's different. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're, where, where are they, like... Uh, and their happiness of their soul, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, because you're right here, you're we're just, on the same level. I mean, let's you, go. Yeah, it could be somebody just casually in for one drink and it's just like meeting somebody there. Yeah. You know, or it could be a motherfucker that's just an alcoholic and being like, I'm getting fucking wasted and I don't care about anything. But you meet them and you, you're, you're drawn to them for some reason, whether it be the way they dress or the way they act or. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting how, because we all hang out the same place sometimes and. and how we're drawn to certain people and having a, so that's the thing is like having a conversation with a total stranger is a get to know you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Having, and, then, and that's always weird because it's always, you're only at a bar, you're at there for, let's say an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And you're meeting a stranger. Those kind of conversations go really fast. And it, to me, it's always kind of a one upper. It's like, well, I've been mountain biking. Right. Well, I've been mountain climbing. Well, I climb Mount Everest. Fucker, I am Mount Everest. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it always just kind of goes up, up, and up, and be, it's the the battle to get to the top first before that guy. And you're like, well, that guy was cool. I'll never see him again. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that good of a conversation. But if you can gain something from a total stranger, then that's pretty cool because it's, it's very rare that I gain anything from a stranger. I usually gain things from my friends. Or my colleagues, like, you know, hanging out with you for a little while. Mm-hmm. Get to know you kind of things. Like, let's get all that dumb bullshit out of the way. It's like, I already know who you are. I know where you come from. I met your mom. You know, I hung out with you at your apartment. I drank the same bar. We've been to lunch like a thousand times already. You know, it's like, we've done all these, you know, get to know you, already kind of know you kind of things. Like, now, mm-hmm. now we can dig a little deeper into the surface. And now maybe it's a little bit more insightful Rather than I don't have to go to the bar and have a little chit chat about the weather and then right oh where are you from oh where are you from and then you know kind of have that going yes yeah see, I have well um, so Justin the guy that I you know we're we're possibly gonna have over and do the, the talk with uh-huh. um he he and I so he's someone I worked with and then um, we just end up getting to like philosophical talk or whatnot not not like hard like. Not like, oh, like, you know, this so-and-so philosopher said this, and then, like, Socrates said this. Like, what do you think? You know, it's not that. It's not like yeah. both Felipe cast kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not far off. It's more in that vein of it. We just don't uh, usually not try it. to present it that way to each other. Yeah. But I've had a lot of, you know, conversations that are, like, just... And maybe also from... Like, sometimes I'll be reading at a bar. Maybe that's why, like, I get into because I'm somewhat different kind of conversations. But I've yeah. got a lot of them that are, like, are pretty kind of out there with, like... Some, some random strangers. And kind of, like, stimulation shit. <laughs> and just, like, you know, like, state of education and, you know, next technology that's coming out. But, I mean, that's kind of the reason I go to, like... Rosen Crown is because I can access those kind of conversations. Yeah, there's usually that, the crowd there is, is, you know, all over the place. Yeah, usually I'm just getting, like, taught, like, what this person does for a job. I wish keep 
Because I know, like, maybe, like, something like, oh, you do, like, reflective stuff? So, like, what kind of reflection are you... You know, like, yeah, I know yeah, enough yeah. to works like, ask a question. Like, even if you're reading a book and they're just like, oh, it's a cool book. Goes through yeah. this and this. And like, no, what do you do for a living? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm in... So, it, it always kind of gets there. That's always, like... Job. So, it's more like the awkward ending in my conversations is that, like, oh, so, like, uh... How's the weather? Quantum? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. All right, well, let's do, uh, let's do another beer. Do another round. What is it? We're going to do another Kern. Kern okay. beer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a pale ale by Kern. And I like the cover. The cover's pretty cool. It's called A River Buddy. So from Kern River Brewing, this is the River Buddy Pale Ale. And it's like 5.6, which is nice. Is it like unfiltered? I or? see a lot of floaties in there, so it's a lot of the hops looks unfiltered. Um, maybe that's why they have you know floaties floating down the river but yeah you know. check it out it's like these two hops flowing down cheers and like that's a cool ass little fucking label yeah it kind of reminds me of like the pile of the brewery kind of stuff yeah yeah Citra Simcoe Eureka hops with Sierra Mountain Water Sierra Mountain Crystal Water it'll make water. this hoppy pale ale your best friend dip your toes in the water sit back relax life is good down by the river with a buddy <laughs> with a buddy yeah hey buddy Buddy. Hey, fun boys. Cheers, buddy. There we go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That's tasty. It's more full than a regular yeah. lager. Full body. Yeah. It doesn't taste like that. You know, lagers usually have like. Well, a, it's a pale ale. Oh, pale ale. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oops. But, okay. um. Oh, yeah. Well, then that makes sense. That's yeah. Good. Like, not as strong as an IPA, but. Mm-hmm. But still got the body of it. Still got the body of that shit. body. Where you going, body, buddy? No, it's good. It's a little, like I said, it's hazy. It's a lot of floaties in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely looks unfiltered. Hopefully this beer hasn't gone bad and I throw up all over myself. Yeah. I don't know. Although, who knows? Life can hit you like that. But... Yeah, I'm just... I mean, I've never really seen... It makes sense, though, if they're talking about, like, floating hops and whatnot. Yeah. That there's, like, sediment kind of... Yeah, because there's usually sediment at the bottom, you know, the bottom, and it's, like, the unfiltered shit will get in the bottom, and then, obviously, when I pour the whole thing out, just, here's a little for you, here's a little mm-hmm. for me. Chunks yeah. out. Yeah. But, yeah. Not bad, though. No, it's good. I would I would share this on the river with a buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some, like, longing stares, and, like, some questionable, you know, hand-touching. Yeah. Maybe a little. <laughs> Get a little. Uh, we're gonna need it. We're gonna need a cooler somewhere too around so mm-hmm. for floating. I've never been. Uh, I've never been. Uh, river floating, floating here, <laughs> here in California. Yeah, I, I haven't in my hometown, but uh, here, not so much. It's a thing. Yeah. But it's far. It's a little further out. Yeah, like, a little bit more northeast. Yeah. Here. So I don't. And I don't like. I know like Lisette and some of those guys. Those chicks and dudes went. Uh, I think Rob went last year or two years ago somewhere. It just he, seemed he like such a hard oh, Him and Lauren went up with some. It's definitely a pain in the ass. That's for sure. Yeah, like you gotta have like a a a, a car parked and drop a drop off zone drop, and a yeah. pick you up kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'd rather do something like full on like just kayak down a river and then yeah I've done that end, yeah. you know? kayaking's more fun yeah floating in a tube drinking beer is cool for about a mile yeah because it's so long especially if the current's not like 
And I'd just get bored and be like, is there a fish over there? Yeah. And be like, Which is kind of cool. I mean, that's the idea. Like, yeah, I mean, you can ve- ve- venture off on your own a little bit and, you know, come back to the group and, yeah. you know, do a little. It's It's fun, casual. I feel like it's like on the cusp of adventure, but not right. so much adventure. Because yeah. there's a possibility you can get drunk and drown and fall the fuck off and try to rescue somebody that needs rescuing or, you know, something yeah. like that. So it's got its own adventure to it. Especially if you get some class two rapids or something, it's like, whoa. <laughs> People are getting a look. I want to fucking hit a bump and shit and just yeah. fly off. I mean, I've, I've fallen Break off. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've fallen off a class two rapid in my kayak and shit mm. and I almost drowned and I had to hold on. People are just yeah, pointing yeah, yeah. and laughing at me. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is fun. <laughs> this I'm is glad it. my drowning is fun for you people. But yeah. yeah. But it worked out. <laughs> I emptied out the water and put that shit back in. Nice. And yeah, we just make fun. Like, we just call it putting in. You're like, putting in when in. are you putting it in? Yeah. <laughs> putting, we're going to go put in down there. <laughs> Fucking stupid Kai. Let's go yakking. Yakking. Yeah, it was a, let's go yakking. That's Did that for terrible. a couple of years. Went for like 2006 to 2009. Well, three years. That sounds so East Coast. Yakking. Yeah. Let's go yakking, brah. Brah. Yeah. It's definitely what it was. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do a trivia question. And then, uh, oh, oh, yeah. We'll sure. take a little break. Let's do that. Yeah. And we'll be back for round two. Well, technically round three, but it's right. round two. Two beers around. Uh, all right, let's do this trivia question first. All right. Um, what is the fermentation catalyst for Incan chica? Mm-hmm. Is it A, spit? Is it B, manure? Or is it C, insects? Uh, where was it, Inca? Inca. Spit? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's spit. Chica is a drink served... At Incan festivals, women mm. chew the corn into a pulp and then spit it out into vats of sun-warmed water. Mm. Yeah, so well, the crazy thing is I was watching them, uh, like some show that where I had that, and all the it was all like the older ladies, like, you know... Uh, I, was, I think I was watching 50, something, same. Or something like that, that were all doing it, and like, they had the immaculate teeth. Really? Yeah, I was like, for something that didn't seem... Like, they're definitely not first world. But, uh... Yeah. I like how they have the women do it, not the men. Yeah. Just, I don't, you know... Well, they're, you know, they're, they're cooking. Yeah, you know. chicks doing their thing. Do Chica. That. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I was always kind of like, I guess there must be something kind of good about that, like, root for... Well, I but mean, I mean, they also don't eat stupid shit that we eat, but so... True. They don't have... They have Snickers and shit down there, maybe? I don't know. They probably never had Snickers. They probably don't have, like, the high... I mean, if they're chewing something and spitting it to make some kind of alcohol, yeah. I'm not sure how many luxuries they have. It's true. Even if it's traditional. I feel like, you know, I feel like it would be Ace Ventura, too, like when nature calls and goes to Africa and, like, introduces stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be good. Yeah, I don't know. So that's considered a beer, then? Is that what they're saying? So you know? it's, like- um, it's, um, so they spit it into the war- sun, the vats of sun-warmed water. Mm-hmm. It is left to ferment and then served at Incan festivals. Oddly, this historic drink has not taken the craft beer world by storm. Right. I might have asked this question already, but that's okay. So, I mean, that kind of implies... But I think they consider it a beer, yeah. 
I think they consider it a beer. Or some kind of ale. or Yeah, it's got to be an ale because it's what? Corn. So chewed corn and it'll be like corn sugar fermented in water, sun-warmed water. It's going to turn into some kind of ale. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They, They have to put some kind of yeast in there. But or, I mean, yeah, it's just in you know. mouth yeast. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess on that level. Um, all right, well, well, uh, let's take a break, and uh, we'll be around for, uh, for round two. Okay. Right after this brief message. Before we get into round two, we're going to do a little music. Um, we're going to go back in the day with this one for me. Um, this is from my first band, uh, Scurvy. Uh, this record, or tape, or whatever the album you want to call it, was made in 98. This is our from our second album. Um, this is pretty cool for us. I think it's a good memory I have of uh, being in a band. Uh, when we, we released this album, we played this show one time, and I remember it was, you know, the crowd for us was like 30 people at the most. We played this firehouse, and... We started it immediately with this song. We had a, we had a bunch of songs, but you know we had two albums worth of songs to play. We played this song, and two girls in the front row, I remember, uh, were singing this song. And I was like, how the fuck did they know the lyrics already? I, I, obviously, I knew we sold the tape, but we didn't have any lyrics you know, or anything. We just listened and sang along, and... Uh, it was, kinda, it was a really good feeling, I think, at the time. Uh, whether the song was good or not... Uh, this was in a progressive uh, punk rock stage that we were in, and we were getting better. And yeah, I think that was a super, super big fucking highlight for us. And we were just stoked that uh, people were, were singing our song. And uh, that was probably one of the best memories I have for for uh, Scurvy and, and this and this album. Plus, making it. This is a home recording, so the recording is not very good, um, but. A lot of good memories with these guys, and uh, yeah. So uh, this is Scurvy with um, Little Dick. Let's get moving. Yes, sir. Driver, prepare to move out. What are you preparing? You're always preparing. Just go. Just go. I'm not 
Ladies and gentlemen, with round two, yo, 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 my yo, friend Steven. What? So when you're getting at the soundboard, so you go. Yeah, I need that. Well, I'm still trying to get Brian and uh, we really got to get some time together and get in, get in and fuck with like the sound stuff. Because I was yeah. like, dude, we need to create some jingles. So you I, should get just like an old school eight track player, so you can have these little things just recorded on the eight track. Like I remember, so I could just hit the like, button. Yeah, yeah. Just and, a, yeah, I definitely need shit. one of those. That'd be fun. I'm sure there's some kind of iPhone thing. There is the iPhone horn where it's like because I know. Um, Chris, yeah, but actually, don't do that. I, I would stop listening to this if you actually put that horn. Yeah, on. no, I don't want to do that. I want to have better. I want to have. I want to be yeah. more creative than that. You know, I want to have right. like. I want to have like. <laughs> like I want to have like some fun. I want to really have some fun. Like old school, like disc jockey shit. Yes, you know, like. that's what I want to do. I know a lot of my like my one friend used to, like he's like, he, he used to listen to Howard Stern and probably still does like religiously and he's like oh, I would love to be a radio DJ mm-hmm. and it was one not one of my things that I wanted to do I just thought podcasting was fun because I could just do whatever the fuck I want you know right I always wanted to be pirate radio like Christian Slater in pump up the volume I'm sure every pump up the volume I'm sure everybody had that fantasy except the only thing that I can do that uh, that he can could do on the pirate radio station that I can't do is just play uh, punk rock. Uh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, here's a song for my buddy The Descendants. Yeah. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, let's hear that one again. Dun, dun. And it's like, why can't I do that? I want to be able to just fucking blast in a punk song that I'm allowed to with no pirate, but you know, now. Is that, is that also like ass cap? Is that what they would be doing too? I think it's just it copyright just infringement. Copyright. Like, you know, I don't have permission to use it. I have like, yeah, I gotta right, send out right. some emails to labels and some stuff if I can acquire any music that I would be able to use. It's what kind of yeah. why I'm like, I'm branching, I want to keep it local as much as I can at the same time that those bands are local, like Fat Records is local, but they're also worldwide. They're like yeah. one of the pop, most popular punk labels of all time. Um, I'm trying to reach out more to my friends first, you know, and get some stuff going on that, so... You want to you wanna introduce what this one is? What we're oh, drinking? Yeah I, was, yeah, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, did yeah. he say something? Yeah, I don't think we said it. So, so uh, the new beer is uh, from Knee Deep Brewing Company. And they're, are they like Northern California kind of thing? Yeah, Auburn. Yeah. Um, good stuff. I always like their Knee Deep's always good. Stuff. And this yeah, is the Hoptolo- Hoptologist uh, D- double IPA. 
9% by volume, 102 IBU. It's pretty good. I guess that bitters. This that was bitters in levels. March. Was made. Oh, it was, was made in March. Yeah, so we're a couple months late. Jackie wouldn't drink this. Yeah, whatever. She'd be like, "That's fucking old." She said it. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. I heard. Uh, so like, she doesn't drink any of the beers in her fridge, then. Yeah, she's probably lying. <laughs> she's just, lying. There's, there's, Jackie, there's, you're lying. I know you are. <laughs> every like, if you visit her, like every time I she has like, tons of beer. Yeah. I haven't actually gotten that much beer, uh, any beer from her, which is fine. I'm not like poo pooing you. You're, you're awesome. I love you. <laughs> but like times that I've hung out there, which is you know like three or four times. Couple times, yeah. But that only makes it kind of more evident. But like so every time I've been there, like someone stops by and like before they leave, she's like, "Oh wait, come here, have a beer." <laughs> you know, it's just like so maybe she's maybe she doesn't drink it. Away. She's just giving it away because it's so old now. Yeah. She's like, I we're on drink. to you, Jackie. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I'm coming to your house and collecting all the old beer because I'll drink that shit. <laughs> yeah, just coming over to her house every other day. Hey, um, why do you want to hang out so much? Yeah. Well, you know, just collecting old beer has nothing to do with the beer. <laughs> no, Jackie's cool. She's super cool. Um, oh yeah, and this super is... giving and yeah, you know, very just a very warm, awesome person. Yeah, she's very giving. Um, yeah, like. She's one of these Mikasa Sukasa, what's yeah. mine is yours kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, this clarity is fucking nice as shit. Yeah, it is uh, quite clear. It is not hazy at all. This looks like... Compared to all the other things. Yeah, this doing. looks like a golden lager that you would be like, oh, what does that taste like? And then your mouth is hit with some, oh, yeah. some hop. This looks like this science. This looks like a regular fucking lager. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing that like... Yeah, really distinguishes it in the in the look. Nope. That's kind of uh, that's another reason I kind of like the darker hued stuff because it generates like usually a little bit more alcohol. Like all like reds and stuff like that, they're usually like high fives or a six. Yeah, and then can go on from there. Like an imperial. That imperial was eight five, I think. Oh, something, yeah. something like that. I do love. But yeah, imperials. But that imperial, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some of the ambers, like you know, they're not probably going over anywhere six five. But they're, you know, that's what's crazy about those galaxy things. Is yeah, like those galaxy things don't yeah. look like they would be, don't taste like they would be, and they're like eight seven percent or something like. Or yeah, like these are high sevens. These are like, dangerously dangerous. It's really hard to drink at AL Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, all the beer I want to have is like seven percent. I mean, you can have half pours and everything like that, but like yeah, that's the good part about it. But like, the, I have the, balls, and so like I'm like I'm I'm a full beer. Well, that's all, I just like to have something to be drinking, and if it's a half beer, I I just feel like I go up to it too fast. Yeah, but you get more. That's the thing. You get to try more and not get as drunk. I'm just not Simple. so disciplined. <laughs> the structure when you go to Arsenal, you get like, like two, maybe three beers there because you get solid pours. You're like yeah, you know, you get the big ones. And I was there meeting up with people that were going to be there for a long yeah. time. No, it's a good ass place. Yeah, yeah. I went. To, I went to you the first time I was ever there, like years ago. Yeah, that was. It's, it's good. It's been a long time, but yeah. And now you're working. Now I'm working. Um, they always got tons and tons of good stuff. That's kind of like now it's been supplying my my bottle. So I'm like, ooh, what do they got in the bottle now? Because we're always getting something new, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, I'll buy some of that, and I'll. His, Kyle yeah. just has really Kyle and Lauren they have really great tastes in, in beer and they've they've networked well too yeah so and it was funny because I didn't realize Kyle was my age because I met him uh, he was friends with my sister's friend um, 
and my friend Brett when they used to brew for Devil's Canyon. Oh yeah, that's how yeah, yeah, they yeah. met them because REI, the whole group of us would go out there on their like last Friday things before the last Friday things got big. But like, there'd cool. be like there'd be like thirty something people there. You'd buy your own glass, and then like it was like three dollars for every refill, and then uh, that started getting really popular. People really started finding out about, it, and there's like hundreds of like a hundred part people there, and like the kind of like weird fan stuff area on the side. So it just got so packed. And then they moved into a new place, which is even bigger. I haven't been to that except the, for the for new like, place. Yeah, I've been to the that new place for like our company parties, our holiday parties, always there, hmm. or has been a couple of years. Great space for that, for sure. If you want to rent out some place for a party, that's a really, really nice place for that. But, uh, yeah, so I met him originally through that. And I always thought he was older because he he was hanging out with my older friends. I was just like, oh, everyone that's that age hangs out together at the same age, you know? Because that's how you kind of are. Now we're all right, yeah, now we're... And now I realize I I hang out with, like, 21-year-olds and all these other kind of ages... Without even really being conscious of it, I'm not a con- I'm not conscious anymore of age, which is kind of. And then when I realize somebody's age, because even hanging out with Courtney, and I was just like, "Huh, she's like 24. She just yeah. turned 24." I was like, "So that's weird." But that's not weird because Laura just turned 25. Yeah, and I'm dating Laura for two years. I'm like, "Shit." Uh-huh. I'm dating her when she was 23. Fuck. And then <laughs> of course I get recognized as. Guess what, Joe? You're the oldest person working at Ale Arsenal. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> really? How did I become the oldest person now already immediately? When did I become the old guy at every, every fucking event? In California here, we're all young. We're yeah. Not, we're, not, we're not old peoples. Yeah, pay attention to your jewel on your hand. You might get kicked out of California God soon. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to get left. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, sir. You're too old. Your you might have to go revoked. back east. Yeah. At least to the valley. Get yeah. out of the Bay Area. You need to go over there where you die. And just, you know, die slowly. Yeah. You age and just age. No one retires here. No one <laughs> retires here. Yeah. Uh, it's weird being the old person sometimes somewhere. It's like, not weird, but like, like I said, like, or you said, I'm not aware of it. Mm-hmm. But then I like look back on it. And I'm like, I kind of am that. Yeah. Strange. Like. And I'm even older than the brewer that's yeah. Kyle's brewing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I was, because I was like, when I hung out with him for, for Jackie's birthday, and I was like, oh, what's up, man? And everyone was like, oh, how old are you? And he's like, oh, I'm like 32. And I was like, shit. Yeah. Why am I so much older? Yeah. Not so much, but still a nice five, six years older. But his girlfriend's probably in the low 20s. Mm-hmm. Or mid-20s. Yeah, they're super cool people. Like they're that. nice people. Yeah, very interesting, because, like... Laura, her and Laura hit it off immediately. They were talking shit oh, to yeah. each other. They loved it. Her and uh, Dom? Yeah. They're, like, the same. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of had, like, very similar personalities, and Laura's like, I like her. I want to <laughs> hang out with her. And then, they didn't, then we didn't get to hang out anymore, but she's like, I really like her. I was like, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah. But, I mean, Kyle's cool. He's just quiet. Yeah. Yeah, he always has been quiet. And it's just weird, like, this one time, like, yeah, I've known him-ish, you know, like, we're not, like, close friends or anything, like, but I've known him for, like, probably 10 years almost now, or known of him, kind of, like, that kind of thing. So even in his early 20s? 
Yeah, and well, I always thought he was older than me. And it's just weird, like. Then the I same? started going to his bar, and then like I ended up at one of his birthday parties somehow, which is cool. Like he was glad to have me and everything like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I just showed up, but it was no, just no. kind of a funny kind of life thing going on. Just it's kind of like when you realize that celebrity that you like love is the exact same age as you, and you're like, you piece of dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so much more successful than me? Yeah, but everybody like, has that kind of. The older know. I get, the more I'm like, fuck that fame. Fuck oh yeah, no, any no. of that. I'm, I'm like that too. I've been very on that kick of like, I don't yeah. need any of that fame and fortune stuff. So, so like, one no, of my, oh, no. I talked to one of my best friends, you know, growing up. I talked to him the other day while I was at AL Arsenal. Actually, like he called and so I stepped up, and he was like a, a male model. Like he had gone to, like Milan and done like, um, Cal. I'm like Calvin, Kevin Klein or Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Klein. Kevin uh, Klein. Good actor. In and out. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he's done, like, the walkway for that and, like, some other kind of shit. You know, he's he's half black, almond eyes, and just, like, pretty, pretty adonis Um But, so, you know, he's been in magazines and been out there, and he was telling me about, like, yeah, I just had to stop, pull myself out of, like, you know, any social media because... Like, I ran into this friend I I had, you know, from from living around the Bay Area. And so it's been years, and I ran into her, and she was like, she just acted like we had been talking all along. Mm. And like... It's a good friend. Yeah, but he, he was like, okay, but it wasn't because, like, we had such a good connection. It's because she thought we were actually talking. Someone was posing as me oh, and talking to oh, her. never mind. That's worse. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally so, story altogether. Yeah, like, <clears throat> he was like, when you get to the point where you're so well-known that, like, people are, are pretending to be you to talk to, like, women. Said so, yeah. Like, he's like, that kind of messes you up <clears throat> like yeah. i didn't like that i didn't want that like that's messed up so that's why he like just that's removed the, it and that, made it that's the catfish game yeah exactly yeah well i mean i'm sure i'm sure any of us could be used for that like where it's like hey that's my fucking profile picture yeah. like but, but him more so because he's such a good looking guy for male modeling right well because like he like and that's gonna come back at some point like yeah and, and he's pr- more probably uh i mean he, he's out there uh, we we're probably only on like so many hundred. Yeah, sites. I mean, someone could make up when another somebody, name for me and not know. But yeah, not like, know. He well, he's on like, like millions. Where, yeah, and like right, exactly. somebody's gonna get that. You're gonna get back. Uh, well, legally, it's gonna, gonna get back something to you, yeah. that comes up because yes, like yes. people own those pictures or like his likeness and certain yeah. things. You're like, that's a Calvin Klein picture. You fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I can't really be like, hey, like. That's my picture. Don't use it to like attract women because right. I have money vested in that. No, I, I can't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> so it's, it's like my face. Don't use it. All right. I have. I have. Although I've gotten a lot of like people asking me if I was this person, I'm like no. And they're like yeah. You look just. I'm like okay. I've been told multiple. It's gone on a scale from one to like thirty of like different people I look like, and one was yeah. the. The Patriots wide receiver, and I have no idea who it is. Is yeah, that Justin somebody? What? Justin or Jeffrey? I don't fucking know. He was like, it was at the hotel in, in Jersey. And yeah, he was like, because that guy. He was like, are you that guy? And I, was, I, walked, I walked up like. Probably like two times your size. Yeah, I was like, he's probably like 6'1", and I'm yeah. like fucking 5'5". Five, five, like 6'1", like, 210, yeah. and all muscle, and you're like 5'5", five, five, and yeah. not that. No, <laughs> I, yeah. 
I've definition a little, but not muscle tone at all. Like I don't yeah. have gigantic muscle. Although I don't know, I don't even know what this guy looks like. He could look like me. That's true. There's a one guy that did look like me on the show when I saw it. I can't even remember the show right now because somebody told me I was like, and I looked it up and I was like, that guy kind of looks like me. It was like mm-hmm. a popular sitcom. I don't even remember what it was called, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, like you know, had a shorter with beard, like a too. bearded white man. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> Now that the beard's longer... You all look so much alike. I am so fucking sorry. Fucking white people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I look like every Mexican or something like that, even though I'm not Mexican. What but you, uh, I'm just like... What are you I trying to say, at, Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy has the weirdest space between like his upper lip and his nose. Yes, it's just it does. Like forever. It's, yes, it's forever. It's like a forehead on his lip. But he's still a decent looking guy. Sure. You don't like him? No, you don't think so? Not I don't know, he just looks like a, like a weird alien to me. Like, he doesn't need any makeup to just, like, oh, yeah, no, that guy's an alien. No, no. Like, this is what aliens think, like, humans are. This is how much they messed up what a human proportional face mm. should be. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know, I think he's a good-looking guy. I don't know, he has... Although, I'd, maybe I... mean, I, I love Maybe him. I'm just in love with young guns, and he's always uh, Chavez. Yeah, no, no, I do. So, I'm like, he's him. the Mexican, Native American... I just feel like he looks like a who from like fucking like Grinch or something. Yeah, like he kind of does have weird. that lip. Yeah, for sure. He, he's on that vibe. But yeah, I love him. I you know he's uh, dude Labamba man. Labamba's the shit. He represents. He's good. Labamba. He's his younger stuff was really great. I feel like a lot of people do some younger stuff that was like amazing, and then when they got older, just like fuck it, let's just do crap. But like. Uh, I feel like if you, went to, if you went to San Francisco to Dolores Park, you have like a zebra effect because you look like Ooh. all the other dudes. That had like which I've been told that which I've been told that's the better thing to do. Just yeah. blend in with the zebras. Lions won't notice. They won't attack me. Like, Nobody will attack me because we're all bearded. Yeah, <laughs> tattooed. You can't tell where they start, where they people. end. Yeah, like a, like a, like a bearded hydra. It's just eight hundred yeah. heads of like. This, this is the longest people. I've had my beard too. Like I just kept it going. Now, now it's like not a trademark, but now it's like my face, part of my. Cause every time I shave my face, yeah, I'm like, that's now I'm like weird my chin is too now. small. We're like, I have a chin again. Yeah. Why does my chin look this? really small? And I saw a picture of like my bald face. I'm like, nope, never again. Yeah, I'm the I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like I have facial hair. I'm like, oh god, like let's just yeah, get that no. going away. Because I can't. I don't have like it's different. In different on, you know? on certain people like if you don't like the way it grows it's like having like a dog that is like a labrador versus like something that's like a freaking terrier that doesn't have like real fur it has like hair or something like that like you yeah. have like real fur if i had something i it'd be like a terrier they'd be like these weird stringy things like, just constantly pointing in every single direction for god knows what re- re- reason well, I feel like you would have the the typical, and, then, and I'm not going to say this in a racist way, but Asian facial yeah, hair, Asian, where yeah. it's just the mustache and the little chin like hair. Manchu, yeah, it's thing. very long. <laughs> if you like grew it out, it'd be like a long Fu Manchu, like yeah. uh, you know, nothing. Those, it wouldn't fill out. There'd be no, no. You'd hairs. have nothing on your cheeks. Mm-hmm. Your cheeks would be perfectly fine. You might have to shave your neck a little bit, but other than yeah. that, it would just be right from your nose. To your to the chin down and just be like really long, like yeah. like. I wish I had the patience. Yeah, for like that. like like Lo Pan, you know, from Big Trouble in Little China. He'd be like, I just hate how whiskery uh, it looks. After a while, I feel like I just look like a an catfish. unkept rat or uh, something like uh, that. You know, like yeah, I'm not so sure. rednecky. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen a little bit of your facial hair. Right. Like, I don't think it looks bad. No, I don't think it looks bad. I don't think it. I mean, it's at a certain length. I think everybody has a certain length that they're like happy with. I'm just so used to everything else becoming so like bushy and like full looking. Yeah, because like, like your head, my, your hair, is my just hair, like thick. my armpits, my pubes are just this thick. But then like my facial hair is just like hey, hey. it's like some <laughs> weird. Oh yeah, on, <laughs> you can't see the finger motions I'm doing, <laughs> but yeah, you know, a... it's definitely odd. Yeah, no, I think it looks fine. Okay, especially good. if you grow it out a little bit. I think that's fine. Wait, how did we come on to this <laughs> conversation? Oh, no. oh yeah, talking about well, we're talking about like, you people, know, and male models, and like, things, male and... models being famous. Yeah, that kind of taking your taking your identity over. Yeah. Oh man, that's just gonna happen so much more. That's such a weird thing for people to take identities. Like I. I guess I get it, but I don't get it. There's so many, there's so many weird things about human beings that I just don't understand. Because I guess everybody has a different mental, you know, structure and, and how your brain works. And, yeah. And I get it, especially if people are not as good looking as other people, and that's just a fact. Um, but it, it's one of those like where. <laughs> You hate yourself the way you look so much that you're willing to pose as another person to lure mm. somebody else in to liking you, and then they have to see your natural face, and you're like, "Yeah, sorry, goodbye." You know Can what I mean? Just like at some point, relearn all those things we taught people, like don't judge a book by its cover. Money doesn't buy happiness. Like, all those, all all those regular thing. cliche sayings. Yes, so true. <laughs> you no, know, it's just totally so hard to true. do, or and, like. like you know, you ever see Liar Liar? Yeah. When he's like, my teacher says that happiness is from the inside. And he's like, that's just something ugly people say. <laughs> it's because that's, that's, that's what happens. Like, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, we all do kind of like go by like our kind of visual cues that are corrupt and immoral and based off of illogical things. But, but... here's my thing. There's somebody for everybody. There's, oh, there's so more than one buddy for everybody. Yeah, there's, there's multiple, multiple people. people for everybody. And trust me, if you're single out there, you're feeling lonely, you can get it. It's not that hard. I feel like everybody's trying really hard to play the game. The game's easy. Well, I don't know if they're trying exactly. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just feel a lot of people complaining. So yes. I, I hear a lot people of people complaining. complaining. I'm There's so lonely. A lot of complaining. I'm this. I can't get a date. Yeah. Like, you want to try but not try. Is, is, the thing is, I know I can get a date. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you the other thing. You've had plenty it's of like, dates. I, I could, but I, I don't, like... I usually don't think about it until, like, the last minute where I'm like, oh, maybe I should, like, ask this girl out to a date. You know, like, but... I'm still terrible at it. I don't know how to run that at all. And despite people just thinking I, I am some kind of ladies' man, I've had periods of that, but like that's like not. I feel like you what I am I, at all. No, no, but. I feel like you sell yourself short. You got. I feel like you're a good, genuine person. You just gotta. No, I just don't know how to sell it in that certain way where it's like uh, just be like, yourself. No, I know, I know, but like I just don't. I don't ask people out oh okay, okay. You know? yeah so, yeah, like, yeah yeah i'm not taking that kind of opportunity and, and doing that like despite like 
And then the last opportunity I did, like, it got kind of totally like, like, um, you know, maybe we should just randomly run into each other again. I'm like, okay, well, hmm, read that one wrong. <laughs> like, well, so that this, was odd. So what you want to do at least, and you probably have done this before, you know, too, and I've done this before, and Laura has done this before, mm-hmm. girls and boys, it goes both ways. Uh-huh. Just get a, get a couple people on, on the line, yeah. you know? I just and don't then, know where to meet people anymore. Like, I, you know, I don't want to do that. That's the like, difficult I'm situation. I'm so tired of like that, oh, I have to write first message that gets you involved enough that you're going to write another message back. I'd rather just be like, hey, let's just go meet here and like have a conversation. And that's just like one conversation out of your fucking life that you can do for one second. Really not cool. It's true if you're on a dating site, if you want to go that route. And I've, done, I've met people on dating sites. Right. Yeah, I've I mean, met, I have as well. Yeah, so... You can do that for a couple times. Check it out. Um, you could text, you know, random curls at the same time and see which one is more you or, you know, what fits into your personality and that, or even that you have uh, more interest in. Because a lot of people... and I find dating just funny now. It's a weird. Not, not even just because I have a girlfriend. Right. And my last girlfriend, I was... I was just done, and I was just over. I was just like, okay, I just I can't deal with women right now. I just don't want to. Mm. And then I saw Laura like a month later walk in. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> uh, why does why does she have to walk into my life? Right. Fine, let's do it. I haven't had anything like that in a while. There's not like somebody that like kind of uh, like appeared and like, caught your attention. Of, yeah, I haven't had that in a. Something like, I mean, there's that, that kind of lustful, just kind of looking at somebody and being like, oh, damn, look at those curves. You yeah. Because that's, that's how, how it starts. all the time. <laughs> that's it. it. My inner monologue that's is, how my inner damn, monologue is. girl, look at that ass. Yeah, my inner my monologue, outer is, monologue super monologue is inner city. Yeah. My real voice is like, <laughs> oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, hi. 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 I'll be in my room working out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. The 1002. 1000 ordered me for you to walk sure. in on my you workout. Mean, I'm not sure if you heard that, but I was By the, the way, 1000s. This is my jerk station over here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you appreciate all the different lubes I have. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. it's kind of weird meeting people, I guess anymore. I must have always been weird meeting people. Now it's just probably have like a lot of more There's just multiple levels. Yeah, now it. you have multiple things to think about of how me- to meet somebody. I like it the old-fashioned way of like like seeing somebody well so one of my problems yeah i mean like i like that but like some so much of my going to school is so easy right i I know forced interaction yeah forced me to go somewhere so i can fall in love with a girl in every class yeah yeah i mean that's like the one of the things is just having uh so i used to have like at any given time i'd have like a really close friend that's a girl and i'd talk to them and i think during when everyone else was at college and I was right here, um, I had a couple friends that were girls and I think it was really useful for them to have someone that's like kind of removed from this situation and like if someone's trusted and talks, you know, so it worked out really well. Uh, but uh, just going through that, like being really close, I get to hear all these stories about like the situations that's like, well, why don't you just say fucking no? Like, why don't you just stop this or whatever like that? And you, like, slowly get this picture that's uh, painted out that you realize, that, like, oh, man, fucking guys are 
fucking terrible. Like, men are just stupid. They just are. Just always just, like, being led by their fucking, you know, packs. You know, they're just sort always of. going towards... I mean, like... Well, of course, That's I'm... I'm they're, they're sharing the, the horror stories, you know? Like... Yeah. But even then, it's not always the horror stories that they're trying to, like, share with me. They're like, oh, so this is how it happened. I'll be like, wait, well, how did that happen? And then they describe it more, and I'm like, that sounds fucked up. Like, I don't think, like, you should, like, just go along with that. There's just so many times where just, I hear all these horrible stories about men, and I just... I know I've been that guy, and it just really pisses me off. <laughs> like, understood. Someone's yes, gonna, someone's gonna like you know forgive it or 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 see it as a the innocent kind of you know uh, transition to just trying to talk or something like that. Of course, but like the same time, it's just like man, I just hate that. Like, I don't know how I look any different than every single other douchebag that's like douching bagging it up. Yes. And, like, it just, it, I don't want to be just like, hey, how are you? What's going on? You're like, yeah. <laughs> well, of course. You know? And I've, I've had that with, even with Laura, this conversation. Laura's like, and you know that typical, like, anybody that brings an acoustic guitar to a party and then all of a sudden is playing is like, hey, look at me. And I'm like, guess what? Sometimes I'm that douchebag. Yeah, don't fucking just. Oh, you know what I mean? And so in, in Laura's yeah. mind, and she was like, oh, I saw this couple outside of, like, the spa and he was like playing guitar for her and I was just, like that's the, the most immediate thing that came to my mind was like what a douchebag like playing guitar for his woman and I was like that's me I was like yeah. you're making fun of me yeah like you don't even want to hear me play some girls would want to hear me play yeah you don't want to hear any of that shit and is it is it because that like you actually don't like music or is it because you've heard so many other people rag on that shit exactly. and make it seem like it's such a phony thing well, she thinks I mean, it's it, phony. It could have been. It, it, like, there's definitely people that yeah. take advantage of that. Just like you see in the like the, well, the nature world, like animals take advantage of shit all the time. Well, now that she has me, she thinks it's phony. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so once somebody like, oh, now you're my boyfriend, mm -hmm. and now when I see it and somebody else, I'm like, it's so phony. But it's not because I've never done that to her. Right. So yeah, but but yeah, what were you saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just like. Uh, it, I think it's mostly just a, a, a cultural thing. There's like, there was real, you know, people have done that honestly. Other people have done that as the only way to express, like, just kind of be like, this is how I get my in. But you got to peacock yourself, right? Well, true. I'm, I'm saying, but like, I, I think some people had used it to the point of exploitation in that kind of like, kind of thing. But I gave her to it like this. I you gave You got to just do it because like, that's how you get a woman kind of thing. But like, the way I explained it is like, okay, there's douchebags mm -hmm. and then there's not. There's how you present yourself, correct? Right. So I'm like, here's a douchebag that picks up a guitar and plays like a Dave Matthews song or like a John Mayer song or something. It was like, and like just, just being all flashy opposed to if I pick up a guitar and I kind of like, am I at a party and I like sit, you know, away from the group, not attract, attracting attention. I just pick it up because I play guitar. Yeah. And sometimes I get anxiety if I'm at a party now where there's too many people and I just feel uncomfortable. When I hold a guitar in my hands, it's like I'm holding a blanket. Right. I, I like, I'm like, ooh. So then I just kind of fuck around and play my own stuff, which is, right. you know, very rant. And I'm just like, you know, fuck around a little just bit. It's, around, right? it's not to be flashy or whatever. Like, oh, I'm not like, 
check me out. I'm here to pick up chicks. And I like fucking like do, 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 do. I'm not doing any of that shit. I'm, I'm doing it because I, for me mainly as like, I'm doing it as a comfort level. If like, I'm not being social as you know, whatever. And there's musical instruments around. Yeah. I, mean, I grew I, up like that. My friends, my mom's friends always had guitars. That's how I first learned how to wow. play guitar. I went over, my uncle was like playing guitar and I was like four or five and I like ran over because he like set it down and like I like plucked all the strings right. and I ran away. Yeah, right. I was like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. But like it just felt so good to like hear this, feel it and hear it at the same time. And I don't think a lot of people like girls or whatever as you get into that relationship or trying to pick up women kind of level of like understand kind of where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Now it's just gotten this cliche of you're a douchebag. Right. Guess what? You got acoustic guitar? You're a douchebag. Well, and it's moving like over to like, oh, uh, if you talk about, oh, I have a startup. That's now like the new, like at first, like it was, that's, that's a respectable thing. You're starting a business. Now it's like, oh, dude, yeah, like, now you're, you're really starting a startup. Yeah. yeah. What's startup about? Exactly. Is it, is it dog parking? Like <laughs> where you can put your dog while you go into a store? Yeah, you yeah you're fucking a fool. Yeah, you know, like that kind of shit. Right, but, it's exactly and, and that then, same sense. Another way, like so at the we talked about me going to that like bike thing was that like when they had us like test out the bikes, I'd be doing wheelies and manuals and bunny hops and stuff like that. And it's not because I'm trying to get people to make te- pay attention to me. It's because that's what I do on a bike. That's why yeah. I bike, and that's why you're doing it. You're, you're <laughs> you pra- know, it's you're, like you're practicing. If I had a guitar and didn't play it, you know, that's like stupid. If you're, I was no. on my, that's like being on a bike and for me just riding it. That's like kind of like no, that's not what. Well, look, I he's want, riding a bike. Know, like, oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. he's doing a wheelie. Now it's a show off. Exactly. Stupid. Yeah. Do your craft. Yeah. Now, I feel like everybody out there, do you? You don't have to be showing off for somebody no. to, to enjoy doing something. I mean, it's like, for me, like, doing a wheelie or, or anything like that is like hitting a wave. Like, those surfers aren't there like, okay, who's watching? Who's watching? Oh, there's a good wave, but nobody's watching. Yeah, they're not doing that. You know, like, I'm Even not Even skateboarders. That. Skateboarders aren't doing that. Skateboarders are fucking doing kip flips and heel flips and yeah. throwing themselves downstairs not to get attention. They're doing it when nobody's looking. So, if they're doing it when somebody's looking and nobody's looking, you're not a douchebag. Yeah. You're doing it all the time. Exactly. I know that's what you do. You do wheelies. You do good things on bikes. That's what you do because that's who you are. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. You know, that's what Exactly. And I play guitar. I do things because that's what I do and that's what I enjoy. And I feel like people get a bad rap for that because you got that dumbass dick bag who's like, watch me. Yeah. And you know, and only flies off the handle when people are watching. Right. And he doesn't have the concept down. Half the time it's just like, like messes up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do a little, uh, you know. But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like women fall for a lot of a lot of weird, dumb shit like parlor tricks. Oh, guys do too, though. Guys, guys do as well, but women don't really put it off too much because I feel like they don't women need to as much. Yeah, women don't have to do shit. Guy will just kind of be like, yeah? a, a woman. That's the thing. A woman can sit there and just be like, still. But the, here, here's the th- bad part too. That is that like. If you're not actually trying to put forward that much as a woman, you're not trying to like sh- the, you. Maybe you're not that into them. How do you show them that that like men don't see that half the time? They don't see that like they'd rather make a narrative that says, "Oh, this person actually 
There's a lot of movies like that. Like that. Yeah. There's a lot of movies that like. I think that's very true too. It's it's very like there's true. a lot of people that are just like, well, like she must like me as much as I like her, and you're like, no, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. Communication. Might not be the communication yeah. is the skill. Well, and there's a subtler. There, there is a uh, definitely a larger kind of uh, push for uh, women to be communicative than whatever um well and men men are they, they, they don't have as much as so, a narrative that to be expressive well and people are any, and people are going through some problems as well as like giving off the uh, you know harder to pick up so guys making the first move or girls making the first move kind yeah of i think vibe. that should be so, so even like i really i don't I get why some people want, you know, me to make a first move, but at the same time, like, uh, I think maybe we could both do, like, half moves to, like, really start making it going each way. I'll tell you the best move I, I make mm-hmm. in first meeting a person, mm-hmm. and it's happened every single time we're together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is before I've even met that person, mm-hmm. and then I met that person, it's body language mm. it's 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 that close like i won't give names or anything like that but i've sat next to people and just mm-hmm. like been like put my hand right on their knee mm-hmm. and it was just like oh and she got a little closer mm. and then an instant like she put her hand on my knee so are you saying this is before you even met them or well, no, so, like, now that I met them. Okay, okay, like, okay. But before, okay. it's like, <laughs> like my, all right, well, no, 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 very no, 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 no. So, so, so my strategy. Ooh, girl, you got the nicest name. Does anyone ever tell you? But even as that, like, <laughs> at, it's like as you meet them. It's right, like, right, like right, before right. or not after, but it's like as you meet them. And you're well, interested in Well, if you bridge that gap, you can get a definite, like, kind of like, yes, no, kind of. Yeah, get a reaction. If it's like, yeah. if it's that kind of like, I put your hand on my knee or even my, my arm, subtleness of my arm touching your arm. They're yeah. not moving away. Read right. body language. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah, yeah. that pushes them away from you, if they're like, if, if your arm touches their arm and they just say sorry and they're just like fun, but then they go back to touching your arm, you just keep trying it. You know, like every, like throughout the hour that you know them, you're just like, my arm's touching your arm. Yeah, my arm's touching your arm. <laughs> and it's yeah. like back and forth. You just read it. And if she moves away, fuck it. Don't worry about it. But then, yeah. you, then you slowly build more you, progressively. But I'm so arm cuddly touching. with all my friends. Even my guy friends. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure so, I could probably get with some of my guy friends. I'm sure. Good and, point. <laughs> but but any relationship that you want to press forward, yeah, guy or girl, doesn't matter. And you make that first move in general. It's all about body language. Keep it going. If your yeah. intentions are to sleep with that person or to get to know that person better, isn't like, oh hey, I think you're really attractive. But you're mm. not saying it. Your body is saying it. Your right. body is saying. I've gone from our arms touching to now my hand is on your knee and you're not swatting away. Now your hand is on my hand. And now there's a connection. You immediately know that she's into you, you're into her without even saying any words. Mm-hmm. Then you just go from there. You don't have to say it. And girls want Oh yeah, you. no, no, it's nothing about exactly uh, stating it. I don't, I don't, I've had many of situations where like it went bad because someone like wanted it to be stated then and there. Yes. 
That's and I mean, I, I've been the one that wants it sometimes too, and that. But <laughs> usually, it's that the other person. And so I'm like, oh man, like why do we have to like do that yet? Like it's like kind of. Uh, no, no, no. Honey. It's cool. Like we should just keep on letting things uh, progress, unfold. Yes. Like, I don't need. See, I don't need. Um, I I don't necessarily need to always like have like a super monogamous thing, but there's gonna be a point where. It, you will I have those. Prefer it to be super monogamous. Like I know, I just like me, that like usually when I'm talking to someone, there's probably someone else that is there talking to, talk to, to her, to. or and there's someone else I'm talking to probably so, as well. Or at so least here's that the thing. Kind of thing: always go so into it doesn't, it. Matter, that doesn't bother me at all. Like I know that that's that okay. that's happening. Okay. And like, um, just lately, I haven't gotten to a position where I've been like, I want to make this so it's. Not that, you know, like I, you know, so, that, you know, who was mm-hmm. the girl that used to come here when, and visit me like every, like couple times a month or every other week or something like no, that. I, I never made about. it like a full thing. I should have, but there, there's reasons why I didn't and I should still stand behind those reasons, but like, I think I could have actually had something pretty cool, but I didn't. I, and then, you well, know, I mean, whatever. that's, and that's the thing on you. I mean, I feel like. Maybe you know in your mind, in your in your mind, in your heart, what's what's better for you in the long run. I guess maybe if you if you work out on the the long run kind of scenario that mm-hmm. um, maybe she just didn't have everything that you wanted, and right. you can see that already as being problems. Maybe you're already seeing high Hitler. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we didn't have to mention it. They didn't know. see it. They didn't see it. But I felt like I had to say it. I'm just doing. I'm like a horizon, and I'm yeah, like, you're, you're pointing up as, out to the horizon. Yeah, I'm pointing to the horizon. It's a mannerism that just happens, and it just came as a hit. With... And I was like, "Fuck, the <laughs> lucky. Yeah. There's nothing here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I know what you mean. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about it exactly. Don't have I to haven't be worried. Uh, you know, like I think, but <laughs> I did mention it to someone, a girl, one uh, recently. I, I didn't mention it as in, like, I was hitting on her, and this is like, oh, by the way, I've been single for about three years. You know? <laughs> never say that. that wasn't, Don't say that, that shit. <laughs> oh, I by mean, the way, I've been single for ten years, and I live in my parents' basement, and I have two cats. They're yeah, named Sponge and Bob. All right. I live, but I don't. No, no, no. I live in an awesome <laughs> bachelor pad. <laughs> With a bunch of parties. And yeah, that's, that's no, the thing. No, you need to casually be like, Dude, come over to my crib. We party. We fucking hang out. We bike. But you're not really though. <laughs> we just. But watch, you guys like, do. We so watch what? Silicon Valley together. <laughs> yeah, I watch like, it too. I don't care. <laughs> just say, who cares? Just bring her back and be like, pretend you do that shit. Like I said, you gotta fake it to make it for some things and peacocking for chicks or whatever you're doing. You make yourself. If you want, if yeah. you want, if, well, if, thing if is, your thing is vocal, you just need to start talking to people. See, yes. that's the thing. I'm not talking to anybody. So Commu- that's, communication that's is the skill. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm gonna introduce this next beer. Oh, yeah, this is the next beer here. This is our last beer, and this is by Coronado. I like Coronado. Um, they are in uh, San Diego, um, so stay coastal. I like it. Coronado Brewing. This is the Mermaid's Red. It's an amber ale. I know you like amber ales, mm-hmm. so I got it for mm-hmm. you. It's good. This is a 5.7. And yeah, this is. Um, See, something like. Uh, so that's why I kind of like reds. Of these, is that yeah. you can. You I can drink red. like I love reds. three or so and like get drunk. I mean, you can drink a couple. Like the IPAs, 
you really only have like two, and then you're getting kind of and you're fucking blasted, yeah. right? I mean, that's what we've done so far. But uh, well, we've well, had a mix. We've had a close, nice mix. Close, we've had close there. We've had a but, nice mix. Um, reds are something that for me are drinkable, but you can also get drunk on, like uh, like paps and stuff like that. Like they're super drinkable, but I have to go through a, like six pack myself to be able to. Oh, dude, I have to go through a twelve pack. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, it depends and on I'm like, still, how fast we're doing And it. I'm still level. Yeah, because we used to go through 18 packs here like yeah, daily. Yeah, like nothing. Like Some of that shit's just... We should have sold our recycling because we would have had like beer money all the time. Dude, this lady collects that shit mm. down here in the hall. Like, she'll fucking collect all those cans. Yeah, we probably had like pounds of, oh, <laughs> of dude, recycling. Dude, so many beers. So fucking many beers. But this is good. I do like... I like Coronado. Great, I like that. I love Coronado. Coronado is great. I didn't get the uh, visit... The brewery uh, mm. in San Diego when I was down there, and that's one of the ones I wanted to visit the most because I I actually really like a lot of their beers. Yeah, and we was out of the way, I guess, for a lot of where we were staying and where we were going. So we went to Stone, and we went to Modern Times, which Modern Times was fucking awesome. Modern Times is one of my favorite breweries. Fantastic right now. time at Modern Brewing. So I was actually really glad. And that's that's where again. Yeah. Uh, it's in San Diego. Yeah, Modern Times is definitely one of my favorite uh, breweries right now. I mean, that's it, and but it's, it's because they make good. Um, they're kind of a little bit like experimental, but mostly they're making good entries in the style of beer that they do. Like they're they have, blazing. Well, they have staples. The red is really good. They're. I mean, they just have a lot of good stuff. While while somewhere like Fieldworks, I really like them because of how much they change. You know. Well, I feel like so. I'm not going to oust Fieldworks, but I'm going to like say what I think about Fieldworks at the mm-hmm. moment, is they make a lot of different beers, and their turnover for beer ratio is great, yeah. and everybody loves the new names and things that they're just coming up with, mm-hmm. but it's always an IPA. Right. There's yeah. only so many songs well, it's kind you, of know, like, you can so do. The, Cossum had one IPA that's basically the same recipe, but he just didn't always have the same hops, and he kind of right. named it somewhat differently sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so but I think then he settled back on a name because the rest of the recipe was pretty static. He just had different hops. Yeah, I can't remember what that one was, but like there was one that where like yeah, I'm not sure which the first three iterations like they all had different name, and then he was like, well, like it's so basically it's, the same recipe. Otherwise, besides the, the hops changing or something like that, right? Which and is because most of the time they don't like even mention that the hops are changing and just kind of no, like no, have yeah, they, they just kind of if they're close well, enough, yeah, and they just roll with it and. That's kind of what IPAs are. IPAs are IPAs and pale ales are the thing that I'm doing with the brew the brew guys, and we're making that, you know. And so it's like session IPAs, pale ales, or IPAs, mm-hmm. and it's like the easiest in temperature to make. And, and, That's true, yeah. Um, but are also a lot of what people crave here, and I crave that too. I love IPAs, I love pale ales, but for me, for the most part, and Fieldworks does crank out like a like a hoppy Kolsch or lager type once in a while or do something but it's always that it's always that's true an IPA it's always you know something it's like but when everybody but like, whenever when anybody ever hears or sees Fieldworks they're like oh dude I'll take it yeah because it, but that could be they could have a stable they could have this is the Fieldworks suck my ass mm. and it could be on for fucking ever because people see the name they see Fieldworks Fieldworks is cranking out some good stuff grab it take but, it but I mean I think part of that is because they keep doing a lot of different stuff so 
You might not see how... But like I, I said, I think they're just turning over too much right. of the same product. Oh, okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's like It's like bands, punk bands, or whoever. You're cranking out a lot of punk rock music. A lot of it sounds the same. It's True. not the same, but a lot of it sounds the same. That's why a lot of people don't jump on things, because they're like, I don't like that sound. I don't like that taste. Right. But a lot of people do jump onto it, because they're like, I like that sound. I like that taste. I yeah. want more of the same. I want more of the same, basically. Mm-hmm. More of the same is kind of flowing into you always. It's like, I like that, so hit me with it like a thousand times. Right. And until I'm sick of it, and I want to move on to like, oh, that's a nice change up. Cool. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Like, there's, a, there's like some of the kind of big restaurants out nowadays are like chefs that just like rotate a little bit. And they're like the same kind of chefs that keep on going, but they're rotating what their menu is like constantly and stuff like that. And yeah, and, every, and everybody's trying to do something different too, but like... Not to have like a nice kind of artsy thing, but uh, I mean, if you want to be a real like, good brewery or something like that, you have to have like a... So here's the thing with, with that. And here's the thing with restaurants that I never really understood with chefs and stuff like that. And I get it because presentation is thing. It's a thing. I get yeah. it. But... My food doesn't have to look like a small ass platter with like a little vinaigrette <laughs> swirled on the fucking yeah. top of it. Like I would get a piece of salmon and rice, like a Pollock, and thing. they're and they're the size smaller than your fist, and it's just like this weird little circle around the white plate, so it looks very elegant. But when you eat it, and you're like, "Cool, that just cost me a hundred dollars." And I'm still yeah. fucking hungry. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I mean because there's like definitions of food, which is terrible. But there's food that's like sustenance and works, and then there's food that's supposed to be uh, just about that flavor. And then and then over that, there's also food that's supposed to be the experience, which has to be not just the flavor. Has nothing to do with nutrients. Nothing. <laughs> and, and then has a lot to do with the ambiance or the, the situation that's happening. Yes. Like, but um, we need nutrients and food to put in our body to keep us rolling and keep us the healthiest that we are. Yeah, so this is just and like a, one of our bullshit. examples of like just decadence to the extreme. Mm-hmm. That it's like supposedly it seems like some people's idea of progress for society is the fact that we can all have luxury. I think that's not right. <laughs> that's, no, that's because stupid. we still got because people. Luxury isn't happiness, and luxury is 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 restrictive. It, that, I mean, that's the nature of it. It's supposed to be like higher than other people can reach. Is you have these next levels of that. And stupidity is stupidity, and how you create it is how you create it. Mm-hmm. People can pour tons of salt into something and be like, "This is wonderful." Right. So there used to be a, a somewhat of a correlation, or there could be considered. A, I think there's a wrongful association of luxury and success. Is that if you have luxury, yeah. that means you're successful. So people. So, that say, so the definition of success luxury, is different. Right, right. There's there's people that have been successful, which has allowed them to afford luxury. There's people that have had luxuries all their life, and it makes them think that they're successful. You know, a certain president, forty five, may may be a perfect example of that but there's so many of that just kind of around you and in this big kind of you know uh meta culture stadium 
that there's all these people that are just like review them because they make a lot of money they have a lot of money and that's just so f- fucking stupid you don't have to be a good person so like there's no one, yeah in another sense like uh, he, what i really dislike is that are kind of like um repraise uh the man instead of or repraise the person instead of that person's idea and one of the times that like it really became apparent to me is i was at rose and crown talking about richard Feynman, who is the guy that like is really big with the quantum electrodynamics he's one of the reasons we had the atom bomb he's just a really brilliant guy he also had a really interesting way well really organic really great way of of learning like he talked about how he used to go on summer camps where all the families would go out to a place and camp out together and him and like the dads and the boys would all go on like a hike together and uh what his father would do was when they're going through there he would like point at a bird and say that's that's a brown breasted thrush and um in this language it's this and he said all the names in all the different languages and he goes what do those names and those languages give you about that bird? Nothing. They don't tell you about like how that bird reacts or what it does or how it lives. And he's just like kind of like how useless that is to just know the name of something of that the exists. bird, like six times, or, or just to know the name of psychology and just know the name of depression or something like that. What does it mean to know that? What it doesn't mean anything to know how the actions actually are and like. So his idea of how to learn things was uh, like, and it turned out to be something I was already practicing before I, I, I read about this, but he said, you know, read it and then write about it. And instantly, like the first thing you write about it is like a broad statement. Then you make kind of a metaphor that's, that's something that like works for you. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. I made me have a bicycle metaphor to understand something like that. Yeah. And then totally. start explaining it in a certain way. So... I really love that way of, of looking at information, looking at for data and how to, how to learn stuff like that. And I was talking about it, and then someone had recently read a book about Richard Feynman and said, you like Richard Feynman? But he was such a fucking asshole. He was so arrogant. He didn't treat people right, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't care about that person exactly. Like, I'm praising his idea. I'm talking about those thoughts and those ideas. I Not don't condone what he's doing at all. And that's the problem is that, like, we keep having these things where, like, oh, yeah, like, I agree with that. Bill Cosby, like, oh, shit, he actually was touching children. Like, but, yeah, but, like, his ideas and what was going on, I'm not praising him, but I'm not putting down, like, those ideas and those things that, like, he put forward to. People love this show. Yeah. I mean, he's a terrible person. Fuck him. Yes, but, like, that's my whole point is that it should be less about, like, person, just more about the idea. Like, I'm not going to ban those, like, all those... Understand kind of Jello commercials or whatever like that. Like they still give me this kind of, um, of like, you know, recollection kind of living back in the the past period, and that sucks because like I don't want to support it, but at the same time I don't think that has to stand for all those other things. You know, like we're so binary in this sense that like yeah, if it can only be like you like this person and their idea. Or if this person is a terrible person, that means his idea must be terrible. Why can't we just forget about that person and just keep on going with the idea? Like, just forget that he was even involved in it. Whatever. Like, Jell-O is great. I really like Jell-O. Well, I mean, he had... (laughs) (laughs) Well, he only promoted Jell-O. I know. That's the thing. They used him him for Jell-O. 
But it's true. It shouldn't taint something. And here's the thing. A lot of crazy people have crazy ideas, and a lot of them are good, a lot of them are bad. Mm. Um, Whether he was... And that's the kind of thing of, like, people when people have music, too, and I'll use that as the same example. People are like, yeah, did you like his music? Well, that guy's kind of an asshole. Well, I don't care about him. I'm listening to his fucking music. I like the way he sings. Yes, he's an asshole. Who cares? If I met him, I'd probably punch him in the dick, but I don't care. I'm not going to meet him. There's no way in fucking hell I'll see him live, probably, because they're broken up or they might tour for 10, you know, whatever. But that doesn't necessarily, I don't like his music. I like people's music who are assholes, and that's the thing. Artists mostly are assholes, and they're very strange people. That's just the way they are. Mm-hmm. That's the way we are. I mean, that's the way people are. People are weird. People are strange. People are fucking assholes. People are not assholes. Like, yeah, it'd be awesome to have the total package of, like, this person fucking gave everything to breast cancer and, you know, donated a thousand times, you know, over to charities and charities, and, and but he also did this, and he's so funny, and he was so witty as well. It's like... You can't find the perfect human being all the time because sometimes that perfect human being is going to have an imperfect thought in their right. fucking head that says that, yeah. well, here's the thing. I like fucking chicks or I like fucking uh, younger, like I like fucking, I have a pedophilia and I'm into uh, like 12 year olds. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I've been reading of those things that exist between people well i mean but that's like, also just like just like uh uh what's his name um um woody allen uh-huh yeah of like marrying his cousin right or, or no marrying his adopted child is that what it was okay so yes yeah. and she was 14 right or something yeah so yeah so that's the level i'm talking about i'm, I'm saying like that kind of level of thought like woody allen is not Nobody really ridicules Woody Allen so much, but they should because it's on the same level as Bill Cosby's date raping people. He right, married. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there was child. something with that. There was there was a big thing with that when that. Oh no! I'm, yeah, but what I'm saying is, this is why I. So I think there should be universal basic income <laughs> you know, like I, well, yeah. I think I, I think that like uh, eventually we're gonna find we're gonna get to a point where um computers and automation can do every fucking thing for us but we're gonna start realizing that we don't want that to happen we don't we're not particularly good at being stagnant like we no. that's not a good thing for us no it humans help need us. To be productive like Always. we there is a like legitimate gain or a good feeling i get from doing things from being productive and knowing like that i made this or i did this even if like you know like you know my my style of art i don't think is terribly like unique where like that i usually like i'm I love taking your art. i think your art well, no, no, it's great no, I, no I, I do. i'm not saying it's bad I, I what i'm saying is like part of it is like, i'm kind of drafting you know i'm taking something that's something that like there's a picture of it and i'm remaking only with the hand there's a lot that can go into that there's a lot where it's just showing your kind of different vision of how you're seeing things in your eye but to a certain point like i understand that like i'm not making a new wheel and i don't need to be compensated for making a new wheel well that's like, the thing that people I don't need think to realize. i need to get that compensated people need, to, need realize. to realize well no <laughs> well people need to realize that we're not reinventing the wheel 
Yeah. Nobody is and nobody has. The thing is that art is always art. Music is always music. Food, beer, drinks, everything is always the same. And we're just making our own little spin on it. And yeah. everybody can do it. Anyone can do it. it. We're not limiting anybody. I think your art is great. Do it. It's so good. I think it should be a maker's life really yeah. here. Is that like you're eventually creating. we want to make things. You're, yeah, and you're creating. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm do, just so many people. We, we had this. So many people are fucking doing a dumb podcast. Yeah. There's so many of them. But I'm I mean, doing the, the, the I don't think this, I don't think it's dumb. I think that we need to hear no, no, people's yeah. conversations. It's not dumb. I don't right. want to say it's dumb. Uh, so, so but they're like not super useful, maybe. Well, <laughs> well yeah, sometimes it's not useful. But no. during the one brew uh, conversation that I had while we were brewing and we were playing Cards Against Humanity, somebody pulled out a card and it made me laugh hysterically because the Cards Against Humanity card was like starting a shitty podcast. <laughs> and they yeah. directed it towards me, of course, because I started a podcast. And yeah. it was really fucking funny. And the thing is about our art, it's like it doesn't matter what we're fucking doing. It's we're creating. I have a creative spark in me. I play music. I do tons of dumb shit, whether it's dumb or not. I'm not saying it's dumb. I'm, I just use that word in a very yeah, loose yeah, 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 yeah. context. But, and you might think the same thing, like, oh, my my doodles are, are dumb, and, you know, I created a fucking uh, spider with a fucking human head, you know? And that's, <laughs> yeah. But that is exactly what the art world needs. Like, people view other things... And so me and Laura discovered this guy. I can't even pronounce his name. He's in Polish, and I I, I don't I won't look it up right now. I can't I can't pronounce his name. Maybe in the next podcast I'll I'll look it up and I'll have it ready or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. To, to, but he's a painter and he died in two thousand five and he was seventy six. But from nineteen twenty nine, and then I think he started maybe in the forties or fifties that. He was a great painter, and he painted mm-hmm. his nightmares. Mm, right, right, right. And he right. has these really awesome fucking paintings of his all of his night his nightmares shit. Yeah. And when you look at it, it's just like I can't believe somebody painted this. This looks so amazing, and he just has multiple ones. There's so many you can buy. So we bought one on Amazon. We got it cheap as a print, obviously, for like twelve bucks. And we got like three foot by two foot that's coming in June, but it's like this like like this wolf silhouette and this mm-hmm. like creature standing behind it mm. with a castle behind it, and it's like this really dark, kind of gothic, dreary, very gothic, mm-hmm. very gothic looking like stature, but like the face is blurry, the hands are long, the fingers are long, it's weird. Yeah. Like it's just really this weird like you know kind of like. Really it fits odd. enough that you you can identify what this figure. Yeah, is. Yeah, you like feel like it's but a nightmare. It, you feel yeah. like you've like I've had this nightmare before. Like there's things in my life that when I was sleeping and I had this dream, it was that kind of nightmare. Mm-hmm. This guy was just so good at putting his thoughts and his visuals to an actual picture that he remembered these things and just painted the fuck out of it. Yeah, and it's like. The paintings are detailed. They're so detailed. I'm like, Jesus, these are great. And mm. I feel like that's what art. And you know, we have that. Everybody has that art in it. And what you do, it's like, 
just because I'm just hearing of this person for the first time. Yeah. And he's very relevant, very modern. You know, it's not no Picasso that happened like, you know, you know, 200 years ago or something. It's just like it happened in our lifetime. Yeah. I was just not aware of it. You weren't aware of it. Nobody was aware of it. You know, it just kind of I mean, got popular. And, and so a lot of the these internet. things, yeah. And a lot of these things, so to get famous is basically opportunity. But there's another kind of, so like, I mean, there's so many people making music. There's so many people like drawing things or whatever like that. The reason most of these guys get to this next level is this kind of network and just kind of an opportunity or some kind of happy accident. The funny thing is, that's also true with um, finding what you're good at. Like, totally. A bike. Like, I didn't, I never, I actually didn't learn, I learned how to bike maybe, or ride a bicycle when I was eight. And then I just kind of like, I used to ride to the store with my grandfather, and that was kind of it, you know? And then, like, uh, I picked up the bike again, and I started learning how to bunny hop and do wheelies and everything like that. Like, it was just, like, the opportunity that I had a bike and I had the opportunity to, like, see something that made me think I can do something different on a bike. Like, I saw a video or something that made me of think course. I could do something You're different like, on this I'm bike. I'm doing that. I got to get to the next level. So, just, like, the opportunity to, like, be famous, there's an opportunity for you to, like, find the thing you're good at. Like, that. this is my, my this is how I think about humanity and those people like let's say michael jordan kobe bryant stephen curry these guys are all they're great people i don't think they're inhuman though people make them kind of godly or whatever like that but i don't think what they're really showing is the capacity of humanity and that those people for to get to that particular capacity of humanity had to have these certain genetic lineups to do this mm -hmm. so it doesn't mean that like i it, it does mean that I probably, as a person without those genetic things, can't do it. But it also means that they just happen to find those particular things well, that do that. That's the thing. Like, there's that like gotta Deion Sanders or whoever like that that can do a couple different like sports. Um, Michael Jordan had tried to be play be uh, like baseball. Baseball. Like, there could be these super capable athletic people in the wrong sport. Or introduced yes. to the wrong sport. And well, that's the thing. You're not good at everything. That's, nobody's ever good at everything. There might be something really, yeah, you're they're really might good be. at, but you might not have the exposure to. Yeah. And that's the thing. Is we're, we're putting people on a godly pedestal of whatever, but really, they just play basketball. Mm -hmm. A lot of people aren't They just have the, the opportunity, in fact, in, in, the, in the, maybe their environment, and their genetics, the opportunity there. But they might have found the same thing that you found when you're eight years old. They found the basketball, and they're right. like... They're, they're, that, well, we have like it, six foot and five nine, like, and they're tall, sort yeah. of people playing that can actually totally. play, like like on a Celtics team, which just missed out from being like the East Coast champions, right? Mm -hmm. They're one of their star players who actually was hurt during this last games, like is Isaiah Thomas, and he's like five nine. Yeah, and like there's people on there that are seven feet. There's people that are on there that are mostly six five, and. Mostly the people on the basketball teams you'll see probably at least six three, like you yeah. know some of the smaller point guards are mm -hmm. six three. And it's how you but play the guy, game, how you strategize. Like this guy was able to be, and maybe it's because he was that small that he was able to get through everybody, and he had this kind of certain skill. So, so it's just you really there's keep on trying shit is basically what well, like, here's the life thing. has taught me. Just keep on trying shit. Well, here's you the might thing. find that thing, and you don't need to make it into no. a Michael Jordan. No, here's the thing: you belong somewhere. If you love 
that thing. See, I don't know if you belong anywhere, but there's some place where you can find belonging. Well, no, no. I, well, true. But I believe that you belong somewhere because if you love it so much, you belong there. It doesn't right. matter who's better or who's worse, how tall you are, how skinny you are, how fat you are. If you have some affinity if for it. If you love it and you're into it and you're doing it and you do it well, let's just say you're a chunky guy who fucking runs that basketball court day and night and fucking kills on everybody. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You're killing. Mm-hmm. You're doing it. So there is still at least some aspect that you have to have something from reality coming back to say that like you're doing well. Well, you know, like the, the, you're, I because mean, it's like well, you're you doing can't well. Have someone... Basketball, you're doing well because you're making baskets and you you're scoring points. Right, exactly. So, right, not everything there's... you score points. Artists don't score. So points. it's not just love. No, it's not just love about it's something. True. You actually have to have a certain amount of feedback. Skill. Is a lot of things. Or, or, and so, but th- th- here's why I'm like, it's kind of interesting. You could really love being a basketball player, but not be able to make any shots. Like, should that person? We should maybe say that person maybe maybe you can that person's riding the maybe bench. you can do statistics around that or maybe you could be someone like try to figure out how you can contribute to that thing you love and maybe not like at least so that's the thing for me is like I like working at REI I don't like working on the floor I don't like interacting with customers I can teach a customer anything I can be a teacher I don't like selling things I don't you know like. I like being a support person. I like when my job is done so well that you didn't even know I was fucking there. And so, so that's a really selling. hard thing for, for, for like, um, like should I? So should I need to be able to sell anything, or can I be really happy with the fact that I can do things that allow people to sell things without them knowing they needed me there? Like I can support them so well. Yes, because allow them that much. Because what you got to do is you you have to say what they like. You got to find out what their likes and what they're looking for. Then you sell it. It's easy. So well, I yeah. do the same thing for beer, right? So I'm no, trying but like to sell I don't even want to be in that position though. So I mean, no, no, that's, but that's the, my point is that we can always be involved with something that like something we love without being exactly that. Yes, like I love that REI true. is selling things to people. Yeah, but I don't ever want to exactly sell something to a person. Hmm. Not because I don't believe in the product, not because it's because I'm just not very comfortable doing that. Like, as me as a buyer, I like to know everything about all these kind of things. Yeah. And I know that everyone's like that. And I don't like to be that person because I, I, I don't. So, I mean, you I just don't like to You say don't that have to people. be the snake oil salesman. Right. All you have to do is be yourself, really, as a salesman and find out about that person. It, like I said, it's the same. No, but I can also contribute to that happening. Without oh, yeah. being the actual salesman. Oh no, you can. Yeah, you can literally. You I, you could sell anything to anybody, and that's the same way I would do with beer. I'm just like, what do you like? What kind yeah. of beer you like? I like this kind of style. I'm like, all right, well, I have this and this. This has a little bit of more of this flavor. This has like a little bit of tasting like this. This is more crisp. It's less like that. Like you know, if I find out what you're looking for, and then I sell that person that thing. 10 times over. Mm-hmm. It's a little different at a bar. I get it. But if you do the same at like, you know, REI and you're just like, this is kind of um, what I like. This is like, um, so, you know, what I'm doing is like, I'm, I'm, um, I'm mountain biking and, you know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm riding through this kind of terrain all the time, you know, and uh, I need some kind of like oil chain, you know, mm-hmm. I need, I need to get this and, you know, I need something that like is like, 
uh, doesn't rust out when I'm like, you know, or whatever. It seems I'm getting a lot of rust on. I've been using this lubricant for a long time and my chain doesn't, it doesn't work as freely as I want to. Right. Whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that like, it's something that you know, Mm -hmm. and if you know it, you never sell. You just give your advice and people buy it because you know it so well. Is that I don't need to be the lead singer in the band. I can be the drummer, you know, which sucks because I think the drummer should just be just as well known and always kind of like that. But a lot of cases, you're you're, gonna know the lead singer. But you're good at what you're doing. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. Is that people? I think people like we were talking about before. People get too enamored with the person and not enough with the idea. Like that lead it singer five. is a great person, but that 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 person singing isn't gonna be shit without the rest of the people making that song. And the same thing with the guitar player, the drummer, the bass player, the brewer. It takes five. You know, the brewer, yeah. yeah, the brewer, the guy. The, the it depends on the farmer. Your uh, your sous chef, you know, yeah. any of that shit. It There's takes, not enough attention put to those people. Yeah, it takes a lot of it takes people to do a collaboration of work. For one product, sometimes. I like the Most person the for time. coming up with the idea, but I also like the people that allowed that idea to happen. Yeah, agreed. And that's, uh, that's um, one thing I think is really terrible. <laughs> yeah, we just, I mean, we, we need to support each other and figure out that everything, keep doing what you're doing because don't, don't, if some, and I'm hard on myself like that playing music. If one person doesn't like it, I'm like, why isn't they like, why don't they like it? What am I doing mm-hmm. wrong? Like, no, you're not doing anything wrong. Somebody just doesn't like it. Who gives a fuck? Do it. Just play your songs. It attracts people to who wants to be attracted to you. If they don't, then they don't. We, just, we need to have a healthier connection between the smaller communities and the more meta kind of community. You know, you have, like, the people that, like, rock and then you people that like punk rock but they can like like both you know they can can everybody can like everything yeah so that's i mean one of the things i would like to really happen and going back to this local thing is i like we have places in these like populated areas where there's these business buildings that are built up and they're meant for businesses to go in there but there's not businesses to go in there I really love to see like we have technology and we have the sources and like the know-how to really have like indoor gardens indoor agriculture we don't need to have these places in all these areas that take up acres and acres and acres of land to make this industrialized corn or any of this stuff and we can also get around probably a lot of our imports if we put things inside and have controlled conditions like we have probably efficient enough solar panels or um a ways of architecture or anything like that to probably have vertical gardens like urban gardens people that can like dedicate like their whole day to we wouldn't they need um, autom- automate i mean to automize this stuff like we can there's got to be a shortage of things for people to do yeah like let's just have like let's pay people to do urban farming in the huge building that no one's using yeah let's we can go local in such a greater way we don't need to and so much of the industrial is making surpluses too that we just don't need that's like corn that, that's why people started making corn in the field it's got so much freaking corn that we're not eating right that we, we have make so it much for corn. all these other things mississippi the whole state is corn the i think we state. can make we can make everything smaller and have more 
small municipal jobs and maybe that's the way you you avoid having like basic income is you make a lot of more simple jobs and have people a lot more active in that like I think everyone should like, go pick fruits or whatever like that. That's fine. Like, oh, you don't. If you don't want to be a freaking manager at I'd some pick apples. I want to pick thing, apples. I'd, pick, I'd apples. pick something and like if I want more, I just need to do more. If I have the access to basic needs like water and I'd say let's let's redefine that and say we have water, energy, and the internet. I want that to, <laughs> those all to be basic needs. Yes, totally. Because internet cause has become as, as something, a very good resource. Of life. But it's, it's entirely necessary if we want to pretend to have a dem- democracy, right? Like, because yes. the whole linchpin of everyone being able to vote is the fact that they can vote with an informed decision, not just by their own. Everybody like, has an opinion, it's a democracy. And, and not you know? just by like buying into one, what one person is saying, or no. like that. Yeah. So that's why I think, you know, like what we're talking about, you know, people being kind of overprivileged or like the next generation, be like that. But Let's let's instead of just staying over privilege, let's say, uh, let's re-break down these things and make new names and definitions because it needs to branch out more. Things yeah. need to do that. It needs like, to be more spider web than it actually is because you can't just classify it as like uh, privileged or whatever. Right. It needs no one to will be, just look at yeah. your phone now and like just say that oh that's just the phone. You can't right. say that anymore. No, 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 no. It's no, just no. not said. No, but no one's gonna so look at different... the phone and be like, "You have a hand computer." You're not gonna hear anyone say no. that. You have a different variety of what I have to Never your phone. Never changes. It's spider webs to... out. It, like you said, there's more sub sub uh, 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 things like sub networks mm-hmm. of something into something else, and it just yeah. bran- it keeps branching out. It's a spider web of atoms and things. And fractal, fractal, yeah, kind of weird things. It, it just goes out. And there needs to be more definitions, and like you said, it needs to be uh, pinpointed down. And that's kind of what a lot of companies do for like cars and bikes and or anything like that. Is people pinpoint the exact problems, and so you can solve that because that word describes this. Yeah. And now you know how to deal with it because it triggers what you're thinking. It's yeah. Like, oh, he's having a problem in the gray area. Cool. I got the gray area, and you know what the gray area leads to. It leads to this and this. Now I got to go from the gray area to the to the to the dark side. It's like yeah, but I mean sometimes we have to like pull back and be like, okay, where where are the trends of like how it's yes. often been by? Yeah, yeah. Is this like does this all correlate with one thing? Like right? Is it we just one need lump? more levels of ob- uh, objectivity? We we need to be look at solving the problems that like appear, and then we have to go back and be like, okay, wait. If these problems are appearing, what are they all involved with? And we have to go step level after that. Totally. Like, that's why I, I mean, bring it all, I mean, I bring really it all full circle. Bring it all full circle because we're going to wrap up in like yeah. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went off uh, a bit, but yeah. Uh, no, it's good. We, <laughs> it's didn't good. Go, we didn't go off at all. I feel like we tackled a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good things about um, tying in, tying everything around, really. Yeah, um, with like keeping things local, keeping things like kind of present. Yeah, and in certain things. I think people people need and to to people that really re- need to recognize, and be yourself and, um, just cause all these tr- like again like there's the, all these tropes or these kind of common sayings that come out there. Of course, we get tired of hearing them. Totally. But then the older I get, the more I realize how true they yeah, really the are. Yeah, younger like, people don't get. I get. I'm being myself. You know, like if you say be yourself, it's like I yeah. get it, but. 
you know yourself. Like, you're a good artist. Like, you do these certain things that other people don't do. Like, yeah. the, like the, do, the doodles... Even though other people the, did the them, you're doing them different. You're, you're, yeah. It's you doing them yeah. that makes it different. Just because it's music and you play guitar doesn't mean... You know, you probably play the same chords as I've everyone else. Totally, yeah. the same <laughs> like, as everybody else. This is a fucking recipe for everything. You're 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 playing things that people played fucking a hundred years ago, if not longer. Yeah, probably over two hundred years ago. So there's a lot to be said for the experience. That yeah, that, that, that rather than get. the actual product. Yeah, if you're in a product, it's just the idea. Grab the Again. product. Stop paying Duty attention experience. to the, the mortal man, the mortal person that's behind yeah. it, and start paying attention to the idea. Yeah. Who knows? Like the songs that you're doing, you do because they have some kind of affinity to you. That they're yeah, like I'm connected, emotionally good. Yeah, I connect me in some to way. the sound, to my inner experience. Right. Right? So I put recipes into that. I have a formula that I dip into like certain things that I create. And I'm like, it's because of this nature. Uh, I experienced this, and I had this weird thing in my mind, and I, you know, I, you know, I was drinking this, and I was smoking that, or blah blah blah, and then I was playing these chords, and I learned this other song that kind of came right into it, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, these chords are right. awesome." So that's where it gets kind of kind of hard and interesting is that we can have these small communities across vast distances. I can be on a website talking about uh, Knee Deep Brewery, and we're all we're 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 only talking about one small localized thing. But this person's on the East Coast, or whatever like that, and he yeah. loves it. And we come back to the the fact that like it forces you to travel. Travel forces empathy. Empathy is what we need. This is how we end up getting past like all this kind of stuff. True. So, uh, you know, if you like a beer from somewhere else, maybe just go for that somewhere else. Or you hear about beers being good in Denver or Wisconsin. Hey, tell uh, tell Joe about it. maybe he want to go out and uh, fuck yeah, trip I'll out come, with I'll you. I'll come hang out. You know, um, I'll come hang out with you guys. Um, any closing ar- closing arguments or closing statements you feel like make? I I think I think we got it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I mean, um, I think we should really be thinking about um, what we can do um, that can make us feel better, and then also take away from some of the things that are doing really bad harm to like the environment or stuff like that that's why i want to go local is so we have less transportation you know like i don't need to get beer from over on the east coast that's going to be how many gallons of gas coming over here right so going something local can do that although we'll cut, we'll cut promoting costs. travel we'll promoting travel is actually a really big polluter because yeah. airplanes pollute more than anything else so that kind of sucks but at the same time, it's like, I, I really just, But you there's know, so much out there. I think there's going to be a point where we're not going to have as many jobs at every single place as we want. And we're going to need to go get back involved with some of the basic things. We need to get away from... I think, I think basic, yes. I think huge industrial farms and getting smaller. Because there's going to be jobs out there. It's not... We're going to stop paying people for certain things. It's going to get yeah. interesting. Yeah, we're, we're, we need to um, realize that jobs as are things that we, we wanted to be doing something yeah we, as humans we need to always be productive and always like feeling fulfilled yeah. in doing something so i think that we always need to progress and be happy and be critical on yourself but yet create the art that you create because honestly 
somebody is going to like it, and if nobody likes it, honestly, who gives a fuck? Right. I mean, I think what breweries get us is that, like, they have this uh, act of expression where I want to make a beer that does this, but you're giving back to somebody. So it's yes. like being a carpenter. I like to make a table, but now I gave someone a table. Yeah. And, and uh, we're going to be able to do that more and more for each, for each other, and we should keep on doing that. Yeah. Agreed. Stay local. Stay humble. All right. Yeah. Um, keep listening to the a few deep. Yeah. <laughs> Always staying local here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep listening to a few deep. If any listeners that are followers that I have, like, have a good time. Drink some beers. Play music. Draw. Yeah. Get drunk. Yeah. Get drunk. <laughs> Fucking love your life. Yeah. Love your life. <laughs> Do yeah. it. Love your life because it's gonna be over no matter what. Don't kill yourself. Um, yeah. You're gonna be fine. Like. You know, all we know for sure is this one life. So just like make. It's the all most we know of it. for sure. Keep on going it. with it. Keep and, on going with it. Yeah. That's all we know. So just. Have a good time and don't things don't take things overly seriously, but take a little bit seriously. Yeah, relax, Frankie. Yeah, relax, relax. All right, guys. Well, All right. Thanks and thanks for having. Yeah, you know, thank you. Thanks thank for you. being on, Stephen. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you guys later. Mm-hmm.